2: welcome to the untitled stream. oh that was the choppiest it's ever been am i extra loud i thought i'd bring the microphone in nice and close today
1: you're not you're the same volume you always are
2: oh my goodness what a wild ride
1: how's everybody all right chris how are you sir old school episode today yeah the, the back original, to basics the original guys we are we are we are very quickly approaching our one year anniversary of doing a stream every day together because That's on true. sunday it is one year from the time i uh i almost ended it all
2: uh as in was hit by a bus or i was almost is, i was, I was almost hit is there by an ashley manning story that, that that you haven't disclosed to no, us absolutely not no it
1: was a uh, it was a one year ago sunday for those of you who don't know i um which is crazy is a lot of the people that are uh on the stream would like i'm sure i've talked about it but i had a catastrophic and severe near-death experience uh one year ago on sunday which is why chris and i started doing this which was chris reached out in my i took two weeks off uh to convalesce when, and chris was just like hey if you're gonna go back to streaming do you do you think it'd be i think you used this we could find the email but you were like I'll just come on and talk to you, and then we can just kill yeah. some time.
2: Yeah, because I remember seeing you doing it a lot, and I remember thinking, that's going to be real hard, post-trauma. Don't so uh, maybe maybe was. a friend is needed. Uh,
1: uh, 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 Kimmer's uh, coming in. Hello, podcast listeners, by the way. Um, hey, Marcus, does anyone else do a wee dance to the uh, intro song in real life? I'm always dancing alone to it. Yeah. Uh, I do a wee dance. I also always go, if I'm not feeling it, that song comes – it's the –
2: <laughs> part where
1: i'm like all right let's go fucking talk to chris and fucking ashley for two yeah. hours uh and I, then, dance,
2: yeah, no, it... I dance and i have all the songs in my head regularly
1: i have like right i walk around my is i sing the right st- song
2: in intro my fucking song, head had a lot all that huh. shit
1: i also by the way uh um... every now and then where have they gone oh my god we never listen to that fucking thing <laughs> 'Cause I don't even think it's in the brain. I think that's no, it's in
2: it's in no, that's, like that's on our YouTube channel. We can't um because it's too big. It's too big for this. It's too many minutes, John. Uh it's so many minutes.
1: Here it is. I mean
2: we could Good could. Tiger. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it.
1: Um where like it's it, such a good you, song. It, it's, it all, it we just genius. never we weirdly never use it though. Well, that's because we, we
2: only do like two hour streams. And so we don't need to take breaks because there's three of us. So if you need to go, you need to go. It's, it's mostly for our mega streams, which we haven't done in a while.
1: Yeah, we took a... It was basically we sort of have taken... Because it was just the fall was so busy for me. You were moving. We do need to do... I think, I think it's... We need to do one for Inform. <laughs> go on, Earl. Uh, Hype Train is... Oh, Hype Train is real good. I mean, no. it's one of those things where it's just a shame without Ashley. It's also so good Is I love it because that definitely... She didn't think that was going to stick around. And it has yeah. stuck... So very much around, and um, if she didn't hate
2: it as much, never would have happened again.
1: No, never would have happened again. I literally, if no. you guys recall, I did it as a joke on the first launch mega
2: stream we did. By
1: the way, I think yeah. that the next mega stream should be the hundredth episode. We're at seventy-five right now. Oh, nice. So that's what that I'm makes thinking sense. is do the hundredth episode and then, um, and and like make that the most mega stream that we've ever had. Informant slot readings mm-hmm um Who obviously quiz
2: obviously we um, gotta do the quiz obviously quiz obviously the be right back video look um, at the be right
1: back video
2: um um uh, that's very okay. funny boom they're talking about the suck my beard dry part of the raid song uh oh yeah uh which beard is because Boom boomstickery beard said um it opens ugh. with suck my beard dry it's one of the most embarrassing songs to sing around people totally fair oh my god um yeah. Uh, Cameron says, uh, I'm pretty sure I got weird looks in Tesco when I song suck my beard dry, uh, which I love. Like,
1: I bear in mind, like friends of mine have popped in. Like I can look at the Facebook numbers and stuff like that. So I can see, and I usually can tell when it's sort of a random person because I will, there's sort of a group of them that I'll get, hey, I heard you stream now. Or like, oh, and I'll get the like, I, I ran into someone. I was like, I watched one of your podcast shows on Facebook. And I was like, God. An mm-hmm. episode that was you really have a weird portrait of my life you know what i mean <laughs> um it triggers my tinnitus so i have to mute it every oh, time oh, oh my gosh cameras. i would change that but i think that, <sighs> that the- if anything is fueling how much better the hype train song is
2: and um, i feel like I, you can hear it just by looking at us you know yeah i think you can too you know what it sounds like when you're loud it's just mm. so excessive um and, so and yeah, those bassy yeah, we- notes that we hit it's, it's
1: also it's a weird thing that we've heard of this stream because it's accidentally documented like weird years for us. Like I had an incredibly tough and arduous year. You left your home of nearly 10
2: years. And I'm still basically homeless.
1: Yeah, you're doing what I did some, from September until January 3rd, which was like you're being transient and you had places you were incredibly comfortable and that if you like you knew you weren't moving again, you would settle. Hmm. but you can't say like it's one of those things where it's like no one also knows the absolute torture of not being home for months like very few hmm. people have experienced it and it is there is it's so irritating living out of a bag
2: it is it's, so it's less than ideal it's less than ideal also new and, slash um, guys last
1: show of the week so big boys burning one um
2: I got yeah. um, I got my fridge replaced as a bonus no yep they got. They brought me in a new fridge. He said, and I quote, I think it works. So we'll see. Have uh, you put
1: anything in it to see if it freezes?
2: i put, um, this is a freezer part. I'll put the frozen fruit in there because I always like to buy frozen fruit and yogurt and a uh, little bit of milk and make smoothies. I get a little um, magic bullet there. Of course. And, and, um, uh, I, uh, I like, What I like about a smoothie
1: is, oh, maybe it's a bit crunchy on the way down. Always smooth on the way out.
2: Mm big dumps um it
1: lacquers the turds so they come out marching two by two like little sweet pleasure
2: cannons i've had more than a few so far in this 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 new year where i look down and i go oh damn i had no idea
1: in terms of size girth
2: in terms of quantity size quality all of it it's all just very impressive um uh it's oh my god it's there's
1: nothing better than a surprise Big massive shit. I will, yeah. there was one I took once, and it was in the uh, old house we used to live in. I had a mm-hmm. big boy kale smoothie coming right off an airplane,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it looked like I had eaten a jungle. Like it was <laughs> that whole toilet was full, and it was like up. And I remember it was. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I got to tell you, uh, this is shocking as fuck. That can't be true. That yeah, can't be true. I mean. I don't know if, uh, I do not, I do not believe that even, uh, yeah. Tiger Tiger. I would agree with you more. Mm. Slow week in the end.
2: Yeah. Um, What's up, Matt Reese? Great to see you, buddy. How you doing, Um, Matt? Nice to see you. Yeah, I'm a big... um,
1: I'm going to warn everybody, I accidentally on purpose bought very high potency marijuana when I went to a I went to a new dispensary in downtown LA. oh my god, there was one in my school toilet <laughs> that was so big we talked to teachers into coming in and looking at it fantastic I remember Bostickery <laughs> I remember being eight years old and I took such a big black shit in the bathroom that I did not flush it and then throughout the day would find friends and be like, yo you want to see something crazy and they'd be like, <laughs> what's up and I I didn't tell them it was mine. And a friend of mine, one of my many friends named Paul, not the one that's been featured on this show, talked about it for years of, isn't it crazy that a teacher took a shit in the kid's bathroom, didn't flush it? And then and I I finally had to be like, that was me, man. I did that. And he was like, we were eight. Like
2: Like you betrayed him?
1: Like he couldn't believe, (laughs) no, but like if you saw it, you'd be like, you got to go to a hospital.
2: Uh, I saw you know full I, mean? I saw full human shit on the sidewalk the other day and I was kind of impressed. That
1: is that is so not something you expect from Canada.
2: It was right in the middle of the sidewalk, and it was a it was sturdy. It was a sturdy log. It was a Lincoln log. It was a Lincoln and log? A fl- was, I mean, I gotta tell you, if you're gonna shoot outside, that's the one you want because it's quick, it's clean. Buddy, you could have built you could have built a tiny house out of this thing. It was uh so it was robust. I mean, and,
1: uh, how did we honor the president who sl- freed the slaves? We named big cylindrical shits out of after him.
2: Well, you know, it's also toys, but yeah, cool.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I never. Oh, yeah. There's the kids' toy, the Lincoln log. I want yeah. everyone to know I haven't touched anything with my setup, and now the lighting is back, making me look like my head is translucent. Yeah. I hate OBS. I Have you got a window open? I do, but the blinds are the same. Like it's you, in the window. have you
2: turned off have you turned off the auto uh, all the auto stuff I have I mean uh, I well, assume I ha- I
1: mean hey, let me put it this way let me look at look at look at me Chris mm. I have turned it off if it has done that thing that only streaming technology seems to do which is it's just turned back on inexplicably not enough that you check it every time you turn on OBS but just enough that you never know what's wrong uh, yeah. then you, they're yeah. very possible
2: very nice um, and um, I want oh to yeah <laughs> i did i posted a picture of the most sanitary pads i've ever seen in my life on the sidewalk the other day how many are we talking there was easily 40 sanitary pads i mean i gotta tell you scattered
1: if it had been more than two that would be the most i've ever seen in my life it was so many it was
2: so many sanitary pads and i chose to believe that it was someone celebrating menopause that they just threw it out of the car they went we did it they got their first hot flash Hooray!
1: Let me say this: it's it's always better to be a man, and just that like society is built for being a man. Every especially if you're a, a white man, like there, there's like the amount of just problems that I don't even know exist. There's so many. It's fine. Nope. Let me tell you: when you really you don't get a full. It's not full vengeance, but it is a nice little treat. Is that women get? Listen, you're gonna get. You're gonna hit your fifties. Periods are going away. And you know, guys, they are gonna age way worse than you and they'll be dead before you. Because mm. and most of this at this point is just because they won't just go to the doctor when they definitely need to. Like this in the end, let's be honest. It. Like it's that's all it is. Yeah. Like I like will you go to the doctor if you need to, Chris? I'm getting there.
2: I'm yeah. getting there, but you're f- almost forty. Four staff.
1: There we go, exactly. Yeah. I was talking with someone recently. And they were, and I was like, I'm done with getting these vaccines. These vaccines are not being, done. like, I'm done. I'm not having a booster every year for the rest of my life. And then the person went, yeah, but if it was, it's, if it's to protect my health. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah. Which also was right there with like, if I was on fire, I'd be like, oh, this will come out eventually and I'm warm. But if someone's like, you, I should probably, you should probably be put out. I'd be like, oh, why am I burning your chair?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't want to burn your chair. <laughs>
1: um all right everyone i'm gonna warn you all chris is now gonna take control of the stream because um i went to uh, uh stizzy dispensary in uh in the uh in downtown los angeles love downtown la by the way mm-hmm. big plug for downtown la if you come to la it, it. Know, uh, it chris he <laughs> does i don't know do you know
2: what is do you know what the other nicknames for downtown la are well, I think people that live in downtown LA know that it's a shit bag, but everyone else, we just assume that that's where the stuff is. So no. Oh, do you think that that's where the stuff is in LA? I, I just assume that it's in LA. I assume that the things in LA are in LA.
1: And yeah. I don't think that, yeah.
2: that that's a surprising leap to make. I think so, that's fairly yes, logical. Because
1: you've lived in any other city. Any other city is designed one way and you have to... LA is like... LA is very much the North... The If America did London. So you'd think that London and New York are sort of the similar and you go on the idea of like their big gothic cities yes Mm -hmm. but new york is very cleverly designed and works Mm. london is an incredibly frustrating broken city filled with people that should do something and no one will Mm -hmm. you don't get that in new york city you get efficiency in la la is where you go to be like why is it like this and then everyone goes i thought that i thought i don't know and you're like oh that so that that's why if you've lived in london you find la very peaceful because you're like this is frustrating but it's 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 very nice. It's nice, though. It's nice out. Um, And so downtown L.A. was only built once they had the technology to make skyscrapers that could withstand earthquakes. Before that, there's no high buildings here because you couldn't build a high building in the land of the earthquake.
2: That's actually shows a lot more foresight than I expected. There's a lot of logic to that. So for a long period, that means that the Disney Castle was the tallest building in L.A.,
1: Of course, and yeah, and even more frustrating—not even in LA. The Disney World. Of course,
2: yeah, it's in it's It's in Anaheim Anaheim or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Literally in Anaheim.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, by the way, uh, being a child of the '90s, what do you think of every time you pull into Anaheim, Chris? Uh, the
2: Mighty Ducks, of course. Of course,
1: of course. And you know what's really frustrating? They're now just called the Ducks, and no one Mm. gets that reference. Like every time I drive by, I I always think I'm like, hit him with the knuckle puck. But (laughs) I guarantee most of the people in the chat quack, quack. quack. And no
2: one's eating ass anyone because this is the
1: wholesome use of quack quack quack
2: the original before yeah. i corrupted it
1: of course exactly oh my god back in the time where if you wanted to really piss off an adult all you had to do was stick your tongue out while they were in a car and you were not in a car do
2: you oh. remember that remember how he like
1: oh. Oh, what the fuck was that coach's name coach bombay, bombay. coach bombay oh comco coach yeah, bombay.
2: emilio estevez he did everything right you can't yeah. keep- it's, that's one of my favorite lines from the Charlie Sheen rose. Patrice O'Neill's like, you can't keep a Sheen down. You can keep an Estevez down. That guy <laughs> did everything right, and his career is
1: over. You can't keep a Sheen down. I mean, <laughs> I stand by my statement that Patrice O'Neill's biggest career move, best career move, was dying. Because, like, the Me Too movement, like, I assume his manager at CAA would have walked into his house and shot him in the head. There's been, like... I'm not dealing with you going and like because bear in mind Patrice O'Neill's defense of Louis CK would have been vehement, oh, wow. intense,
2: yeah. and very disrespectful to those women. Like <laughs> surprisingly funny. It would have been oh, yeah, you, you
1: you like you like this is how I would listen to it is that I no one would be around lock front door. Hmm. and i'd listen to it somewhere unnecessarily secret of like the bathroom like you mm. don't listen this isn't a bedroom or in the, <laughs> room most, the most
2: echoey room of the house, course exactly but it's quiet
1: no, but no <laughs> not my my bathroom is well it's very echoey but it's essentially just a a chamber of silence in my apartment which is i'll tell you a sturdy door to the bathroom makes all the difference for visitors mm. if you have a i have a one-bedroom
2: apartment absolutely okay, it's so rude to have a thin door with like a big gap underneath for my and loud, boisterous children. Yes. Oh my god! Or for theirs. It's. I mean, if it's yours, it's like whatever. It's his house. He shits how he wants. But they're in your house, and they're taking a big nasty deuce. That's no good.
1: Here's what I will tell you: is the you want to have a key to a long lasting, happy relationship, and that mm-hmm. is everyone has their own bathroom plus a spare bathroom.
2: Uh, I will counter that because, uh, uh, you know, the room that Sadaf and I lived in for the last few years where the toilet is basically right next to the bed. Yeah, of course. Um, and I would say the secret is to, uh, find a way to make loud farts or shits. Hilarious. Every yes, time. No, no, no. Of course you want that. And that was, but, that was ours. That's good. That,
1: Cause you're adapting to a situation, but I'm saying you don't want to invite adaptation. You just want to smooth sailing. Hmm. Minimum three bathrooms. Hmm because i don't i like to switch up the bathroom i use in the house lord knows okay. i always really? i occasionally wanted to i i unlike other flatmates in that house would never sneak into your ensuite and use it when other when you guys were not there oh, and great. i i don't know if uh an individual did that when you guys were living in that room but i would know when others lived in that room hmm. they were notorious
2: well i know so was that was mostly in that room so you did you had a thin window you had a very small window to jump in there. That's true. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have worked out so much. I got to mm-hmm. tell you,
1: that house, I I have a soft spot in my house uh, heart for that house. But the amount of people that moved in there, uh, Ron Howard narration, he did. He did. <laughs> 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 I don't even remember what that's in reference to, but I love that that reference.
2: Arrested Development.
1: No, no, no. What did uh, what did they not do? Oh, they you,
2: you saying you saying that you didn't do that. That you didn't say I, did really I did not do it. I did. Uh, that's very good. That's well done. No, I did not. I
1: have because I, I do. I, sh- I find shitting to be one of the great pleasures of life, and you don't want any stress intruding in that moment. It's time I'm- for i took one
2: so good the other day one of the big ones i was walking around town afterwards half an hour later still thinking about it
1: i'll tell you when my covid officially ended and that is when i took a shit that sounded like a bunch of elevator shafts were falling out of my asshole
2: Mm. and
1: i was just like i don't know what my body is cleansing me of but i
2: feel actively better so you've done cleanses right oh yeah i did a
1: oh my god i did a a, i did a six-day juice cleanse right when i quit smoking. And there was a day where I think there was a day where I remember it was like the last solid shit. Mm-hmm. And then seven to ten hours later, I started taking I was also drinking three big cups of activated charcoal every day. And basically what happened was my body had all of this poo stored up, mm-hmm. pushed out. And then it was all the juice. And there was a day where I sat on the toilet for 30 minutes and it was just water. Ooh. And then I stood up and felt Amazing. Like, 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 because it was, it was like all sorts of shit wicked out of my body. It's also like my stomach, all that. You, the, the, there are, there is some science to say cleanses like that are very good once every two years of just resting your body. It's just a big old hit of nutrients, stuff like that. It's cleansing. It's very good. The amount of water you have to drink to do it healthy is like you have to follow those rules. Like, it's basically like, I was having like six or seven juices a day and that's it that were like specific nutrients. Like I like had a juicer was all done very specifically. And then they were basically like, and you are drinking water, like basically have your hand on a bottle of water at all times. Okay. And I did that. And then they mm-hmm. went and the other big thing they always like I re- would read all like the recipes from the new age people because they have the best recipes for all the health because they're only focused on nutrients. Mm-hmm. And then you go over to fitness blogs because they'll be based in science. And the big thing that they took is cleanses are actually relatively safe. The trick is, is the second your brain goes, I want to eat a sandwich, go and eat a sandwich. Like your, okay. it's, your, it's your brain going, this is done. Like if your brain is going like, I hate this, I can't do it. Yeah. then listen to that this is very dangerous stuff you're doing and i was on the shoot for a commercial and i, w- I had three juices in my bag and i and then they went do you want a uh, a breakfast wrap and i was like yeah and I, my brain was like i want that and i was like yeah. great let's end this six days later boom oh and i'll tell you what was an amazing the first solid food the first food shit mm. after a day of that nonsense, uh, mm-hmm. or after
2: like six days of just liquid, oh, it felt amazing. So I remember I was um uh I used to have two uh, Cirque du Soleil gymnasts that worked at a bar that I worked That's a
1: Montreal at Montreal story, in Montreal is no my hometown,
2: tiny little white rock. No, because Montreal yeah, has yeah. the
1: school for oh, yeah, uh, gymnasts and yeah. acrobats and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: But no, these were just like it was whenever whenever Cirque du Soleil, whatever show they were working on, stopped being on tour, they would come home. And they were married to each other and they were incredible. Like I remember the one guy did, I think I've said this before on stream, but we were all hammered. We used to drink every single day. It was fucked early twenties. Everyone's sleeping with each other. It was a beautiful mess. And I remember he was just like, Hey, watch this. He could barely walk. And he just ran, jumped up next to a pole, like a a street sign pole and just went sideways, just perfectly sideways. And then, and then came back down and continued to stumble like these guys were incredible but they were telling me they were doing a um they were doing a cleanse and the bit about it that that stood out to me was he was like it's it's weird because it's like at first you do like you get it all out and then there's almost like weird pebble shits
1: yep that's the I know it's exactly. like,
2: bing, 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 like it's hailing out of your asshole. yeah bing bing bing, bing 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 and he's like that stuff's weird but that's the stuff that's all collected that's yeah, the it's... worst stuff that's the stuff that you got to get rid of that collects over years.
1: Yeah, because it's the hardened, un, like it's just a little nugget of poo that's mm. just in your intestine. It doesn't, like it's also, I think it's not actually causing you any harm. Like mm. I know like a lot of, it's like you have three pounds of toxic poop in your body and it's like the average person. And then you have to look at like, well, how they got to that is average person considering all the people in the world. So like a huge portion of those people are dying people. So that's mm. how they have a bunch of undigested and yeah. unshat out shit in their butts is like uh, they're about to die. Like, you know, what I mean? it's one of those tricks with st- just that's warn everyone. The stream is about to take a real. I don't think we can get any weirder than just hard talking about shit. But big boys well, I
2: really let's fun. let's get let's get bleak right before you get real high. So I was just reading about statistics. Someone tweeted this today and it had never heard to me when they were like, um, I uh, how, the many, how many, how I how, getting how many times training. do I how many times do I need to tell people? Uh, the average death age was a lot lower because infant mortality was a lot higher it's not because people were dying at 45 it's because one out of every three kids was dying (laughs) i've yeah i would never that had never never occurred to me i just assumed that you hit 45 and your body gave up because you didn't have a zumba class yeah to, no, there, it's you, also
1: like it's also that thing of like yeah the, the body the human beings are crazy
2: robust yeah it's
1: just that we've invented medical science so our body doesn't have to like uh, whatever like
2: they're fine it they would live until like 60 or 70 or something to, like that but it was just a ton them. of babies
1: i'm about to quote a joke about america which is the thing with living with america is there's a lot of bad stuff but what you're not thinking about is all of the weird silver linings to that really bad stuff like yes mm-hmm. A huge amount of the uh, company or I mean, a huge amount of the country cannot afford health care. What you don't realize is that makes the descriptions you get of strangers so much more exciting. Like in mm-hmm. Britain, you're just like, just look for Neville. He's wearing a green hat. In America, look for Troy. Now, he's missing an arm, but he doesn't mm. mind telling you the story. Like, that's, like, that's <laughs> such a better country to live in. Like,
2: Not for Troy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you say that Troy's pretty happy. <laughs> like, this is the thing. Also, it only dawned on me because you just see people here, like you see way more limping young people, I bet. just people with chunk. As you're just, and as someone who did it, like I've been, like I've been through that system. Like, you realize that, like, it's just at a certain point, you're like, well, I can't pay for it. So, what are you gonna do? And yeah. like, because I told, I never talked about this, but I did ask around what was gonna happen. So I had the accident that there this uh this is a talk shit stream now in many ways it always is Kristen. i um what do you think the private chat's for yeah exactly so (laughs) i i i had insurance luckily so i got to go to a big boy hospital but i asked after what would have happened and i would have been sent to the county hospital Mm -hmm. which are all student doctors and they basically would have just set my arm and probably as it, now knowing the injury I had, I would have just had my arm cut off, and it's wow. just like, "Oh shit,
2: damn, yeah, yeah, that's not good, that's bad, that's not good, that's bad." Put it it's on, put good. it on a t-shirt.
1: That's bad. And what's interesting? That's is not good. That's bad. <laughs> um, also, fun fact. So, were you was it you telling me about um, life insurance and insurance companies right now have a huge problem that they've never had before? No, it was not me.
2: So uh life
1: and in- so insurance companies have a margin um of people that can't die. Yeah. Or they can't pay out their life insurance, and the max they can hit is ten percent of the claims they're expecting to mm-hmm. hit be claimed is ten percent. Okay. In twenty twenty one, how many how much of that percentage across the industry in America which
2: is, in, which is in the States? Oh, I don't
1: know. I'm going to say 35. Very close. 40% were called in yeah. and every insurance company is basically like, if this doesn't, imp- if this doesn't not, if this happens, even even if it's 10% the next year, our industry faces total collapse. Wow. Which by the mean- means, which is the, go- which means the federal government would have to come in and save it. Which means how is America going to get free healthcare? Are you ready for it? The only way America could, capitalism no longer can handle the amount of sick people the government will now have to deal with it and like, there's like articles quietly being like this is the only way that it's actually going to save wow. they're going to have to do that to save the industry and by doing wow. that they'll have to take. and it's like are you fucking kidding me
2: that's wild but
1: only america how did america get like everywhere else it was like well the miners struck to give <laughs> everyone rights and in the u.s it was uh the companies couldn't afford to pay out so finally they just paid for it themselves
2: capitalism collapsed
1: yeah socialism (laughs) always bails out capitalism
2: (laughs) i was um uh i was listening to mel brooks's autobiography um uh i think it's called it's all about me which is like it's a really fun yes
1: is it very self-serving and charming and wonderful and a lot of great stories about anne bancroft and they're just in love
2: I don't know about self-serving but it's pretty great uh but he uh um he's he's got he's a lot he spends a lot of time giving compliments <laughs> to Sid Caesar that he loves Sid Caesar and they, like
1: everyone who worked on that show loves Sid Caesar Sid Caesar what else did he do besides that like your show of shows and that's it
2: I think it was just that but that was for 10 years at five nights a week
1: oh I thought it was only it was once a week I didn't realize it was five nights a week it was
2: every day it was insane so like it was and they were they all said he was just a genius like he was absolutely brilliant and like a wonderful do, guy who was also kind of an asshole but you do know what
1: Sid Caesar ate for his meal he only ate one meal a day
2: uh I will have heard this but I don't remember do you
1: know we're gonna look it up look it up I'm currently smoking okay. weed out my window it um, involves pasta bran flakes like it's crazy what he ate
2: but but so anyway so the so the Sid Caesar thing um he He was uh sponsored by um uh what's it called like anchor televisions i think it's anchor something like that and uh and so he was sponsored by them for like two months and then this is his first show this is before show shows he had a different show It, it lasted for two months and it was so popular the show that um anchor television or whatever they were called got so many orders for TVs just off the back of this show that Sid Caesar was making that they had to stop sponsoring the show and it was canceled because they couldn't fulfill the orders. And so they went, this dude is going to ruin us. Uh, we, can't, we can't sponsor this brilliant man anymore. That's I love that. amazing.
1: I'm trying to also remember, there's some movie that Sid Caesar's in like way later. But I always am like, wait, Sid Caesar is that guy also sidebar uh everyone be aware one of us is now feeling way allegedly so things are about to take a real what point was i about to make please remind me so chat let's get on those toes uh time to sheepdog yeah exactly time to wolf whistle what does that mean i don't know um (laughs) but have you guys ever seen oh what's that the fucking movie um my favorite year
2: uh, no, but i've I've heard of it. Obviously, it's a classic, but I've never never seen so
1: it my favorite year. it's it is way better than it has any d- right to be. And it's literally Mel Brooks got someone to make basically the story of his life, which was mm-hmm. what's it like to work on the Sid Caesar show when a drunk uh, British actor, like basically, they go on an adventure through
2: New York to get him onto this TV show. That's what the, the movie's about. Oh, is this and is it, this like the precursor to get him to the Greek with Jonah Hill and Russell Brand?
1: It's essentially, it's the not shitty get him to the Greek. Okay. Oh, I have to I gotta stop having my tweet alerts being one of them be right wing watch. That is from the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. Because when it was Trump, it was just like just to clarify this bill actually means that they don't have the power to do that. Just so it was one of those things where I could be like, What did he okay? But now because of QAnon and everything, my phone just flashes up and it's like another preacher is now been found espousing QAnon. And it's just like like, I got this is just it's not even depressing. It's just kind of like Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the stoned one. I'm the yeah. one who's supposed to be crazy. Anyway, yeah. sorry for that interruption. It's just flashed up, and it was literally just all the only words I saw were QAnon, snake, and Jim Baker. And I'm like, how the fuck?
2: <laughs> I listened to a very good podcast about um, Tammy Faye Baker on the Your oh, fascinating podcast. Tammy
1: Faye Baker, uh, Baker. Tommy. Tommy. Oh my god. Tammy. Uh, Is it Tammy Lynn Baker? We're going to watch watch as he tries to figure it out. (laughs) Tammy, Tammy's eyes, Tommy. Tammy, can you hear me? (laughs) Tammy Faye Mesner, who was originally Tammy Faye Baker.
2: She actually married into Tammy Faye Baker. Her original name was Tammy Faye Hastings. What if that was the reveal that you're related to Tammy Faye Baker? Oh my god, you're I was bringing up the, the Be Right Back video.
1: Yeah, I was I thought it was going to go I hit the wrong button. I was I was trying to make it just this oh, but it didn't yeah. work out. Didn't work out at all. Not just there. Uh that name again by the way was uh tang 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 tang
2: Ricky Tikki Tavy?
1: Yeah, oh Ricky Tikki Is he back in town?
2: Ricky Tikki Tavy never left, baby.
1: <laughs> Who's Ricky? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Ricky Ticky Taffy's a pretty good fake name. I also quite enjoy. Uh, Do you not know Ricky Ticky
2: Taffy? That's like a real. That's a story. That's a Rudyard Kipling story about a mongoose.
1: I mean, first of all, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And second of all, <laughs> fuck
2: you. And third of
1: all, tell me the story of Ricky Ticky Taffy. Also, let me just—is he here? Is first of all, if I didn't know anything about Rolldoll, the mongoose is not named Ricky Ticky Taffy.
2: Well, wasn't rolled Doll"? so... Who, did, um, who was it originally? Richard, Rudyard Kipling.
1: Uh, Rudyard Kipling, of course. Yeah. "Roll yeah. Doll" for adults.
2: hmm yeah. For Roald racist adult. for
1: adults. <laughs> I mean, if that, the... I, I always find when everyone's shocked that Rudyard Kipling was a racist, it's always the one where I was like, mm.
2: what? What, what? 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 Have you watched what The you, Jungle Book? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like the amount of. Even trying I know. to make it less racist is racist.
1: So Rudyard Kipling was sort of the first, not canceled, because he's not canceled, but like the first person where people were like, actually, you know, not the best guy because, you know, of all the like the the fucking racism. No. Mr. Steve Mooney coming in hard with an absolute truth. Rudyard absolute is. Fact. There is a stand up comedian whose child is named that. And I remember when they they told me, and I went, "Oh, you know how to name a kid." And they're like, "Yeah, let's see." I also I don't mind Rudiger.
2: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's all a guess, though, right? Feels like easily could have been.
1: No, his kids are named.
2: I'm not going to say their kids' names. Uh, no, it's
1: this <laughs> person.
2: Um. Yeah, I fucking love Rudyard. Shortens to Rudy, so you could get like an inspirational chant going. Yeah, I
1: don't. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't. I find the movie. Oh. Like,
2: very uninspiring i can see that um still haven't watched it because um i'm inspired enough by the scene in in the the newsroom i have the i don't completely agree agree with you and i by the way
1: i watched the movie i mean the newsroom is literally it's it's like aaron sorkin's like john's gonna have a rough couple of years let me just Mm -hmm. make some let's just make some porn but not for jacking off like it's it's just a. it's just a man who smokes Mm -hmm learning to love again it's all yeah. i've
2: ever needed and emily and you, Mortimer's the one teaching him come on and she's a
1: she's a woman with a british accent but she's from america why wouldn't you oh and by the way jack mccoy from law and orders playing a drunk guy oh, okay and i assume like is
2: this really such good a charming drunk guy
1: such a charming young guy and like to be honest it's aaron sorkin so great first season second season you're like i wouldn't have made these decisions and third season you went oh he's tired
2: like, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> still fun like, still watch them all don't care
1: No, first season, I love the first season. Second season, I'm like, I love the the narrative of how he did it is Mm -hmm. really good. And also the woman who plays his lawyer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That actor, I don't want to turn this into a lad cast, but I remember however Mm -hmm. old I was when that second season was happening. I remember being like, oh, I think I'm attracted to women that are older than me for the first time. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello, powerful, charming woman. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why do I want you to wear those high heels but also then stamp on my neck?
2: Mm. There's a stirring. A stirring, I say.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something is... there's am feeling a little ricky-ticky-tampy. I feel a little tammy-lim-tim-tam. Tammy it's going to be interesting when Josh, our guest, eventually arrives, because I just recorded a podcast with him about wrestling where I was very succinct and witty. Oh, and nice. then Big Boy got big-baked and then he's going to... Come in after he's just been doing a fucking hit session, and I've been sat in my kitchen smoking <laughs> weed out my window, talking to Boomstickery and the Anonymous Gang in the old chatty chat room. Also,
2: I had, I had a lazy day. I was playing Red Dead Redemption for an hour before this. Started. Oh my
1: god, I'm so jealous of you playing Red Dead Redemption. Uh, too. It's so good. Okay, it's so, so good.
2: good. Right uh, now, uh, there's the Braithwaite's and the Greys. I'm at that part oh, where I'm sabotaging. Cute. I just set fire to the Bre- to the Greys, uh tobacco fields. Oh, that's,
1: fantastic it gets so much better there's one part that's a bit annoying um which how are you playing it are you playing
2: it good outlaw bad outlaw good outlaw i can't i can't bring myself to be the bad guy I, that's I when know. people were like when people were like oh video games they make you evil it's like i don't know many people that can go full evil on even npcs like, yeah, they they still have facial expressions, and it hurts my feelings. I don't. Wanna, it also, I don't they did do the it. right
1: thing of it makes your life like it's not. There's no benefit to it. Like in real life, where you're like, oh, this is like it's like oh, these are cool bragging rights. But then, because I did a replay of it and was a real piece of shit, and it's like mm-hmm. you can't go into towns ever.
2: Oh, that like, makes sense. yeah.
1: there's all these like your bounties are way higher, so you always have bounty hunters after you. Uh, okay, stuff like that. How to attached are to you to your horse? When my horse died, I love my e-ba- horse. e-bag fell off a cliff by accident. Couple, I was hunting a bear. It was crazy. <sighs> I then was uh, talking with Chris Martin on voice memo on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. and his wife was in the car, and she thought I had a real horse named <laughs> e-bag. It was like, "What are you fucking talking about? He has a." Ho- john like rides a horse he's so big and then chris was like yeah like what like but like was acknowledged he he rode it off
2: a cliff it was a real shame
1: oh my god i fucking love like red dead redemption 2 was one of the most enjoyable experiences of lockdown Mm -hmm. number one because all i did everyone else i think was afraid i didn't get afraid until may june when the BLM protests happened and all those people were rude to my friends, the police. No, um, were um, it was, that was when I was like, oh, my God, this mm. is the world we live in. Yeah. But those, I was so exhausted from essentially not stopping or settling mm. for five or six years. I had bought a television for the first time in my adult life and an mm. Xbox. And then I just played all of Grand Theft Auto five mm-hmm. and then all of red dead redemption 2 and like red dead redemption 2 i played everything like i did all like the only thing i didn't do was the like hunting the animals because i was like i don't give a fuck but i did like all the extra bounty stuff i find
2: fishing so So calming
1: and you can do so much more of it um and you get better techniques and stuff like that that actually comes in handy in a bunch of later stuff you have to do Mm -hmm. i did like every mission you have to do yeah, like I do all the bounties. All the side, I do all that all shit. The side, oh. Yeah,
2: the photographer, the wildlife photographer. I did all that guy. Whenever he popped up, I was delighted. Oh, he's a really good one. Have you gotten the circus one yet? No. Oh, that's real good. Yeah, there's a bunch of like strafes and mystery ones that's really good. A bunch oh, of like, actually, yeah. Is that the one where the lady is chasing the 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 little person and she's got like the big the giant and he the little person like robbed her? That was an early one, but that was to do with the circus.
1: You'll see. Yes, there's okay. a, it's like, it's great. so well done. It's great. There's it's so great well characters. done. Very I can't like, I almost did as a stream thing and I occasionally am flirting with going back to gaming streaming a little bit. It's more it's because- one of those things where if I end up doing, getting a tour for uh, April, hmm. I will be very busy in April. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if I, uh, if I don't get that tour, I just have April completely off. And if that's true, I was like, I'm going to do like, big boy gaming streams every day for 30 days. They're really fun. I, I think, I know, I really enjoyed it. I did a full playthrough of, uh, like, with Steve Mooney, and who else would have been here for that? Steve Mooney would have been there. Baldi would have been there for. Yeah, certainly um, Baldi. I swear uh, Baldi
2: has seven screens. Really? You think he's just, I, I think he's, he's in and out. He's everywhere. He's everywhere at once. Every That's time awesome. I rate a channel, he's there. Every time I get rated, he was in that. As well as, mine.
1: and yeah, he's, he's usually he usually like, pops in. We'll get a bonjourno at some point. Oh, it's wild stuff! Absolutely. Oh. Nuts. How, and so, what, um, oh my god, I just want to play. Uh, and he donates a lot as well, yeah, yeah. And he, mu- he must have a rig, no,
2: nice. yeah. I bet his computer's beautiful. I, uh,
1: I just now want to play Red, De- Red Dead Redemption 2. It's just like, I'm like, it was like such a weird, fun time of my life because I was. Mm. It was like I never got to be a lazy stoned 20-year-old. I was immediately a stand-up comedian and I'm a crazy person, so I like worked it like a job. Like I never had the like like Whoa. and I just did that for the first 3 months of COVID and it was a real hoot.
2: Mhm. It's great you sort of um you Kevin Smith it.
1: Yes, I basically did. I waited until I like I needed it and I wasn't even I only started smoking weed Basically, right before I got hurt is when I like slowly started. Have you seen the Red Dead role playing servers? No, boomstickery. Are we oh. gonna get full nerdy? What did a, you ever play online? I'm not here. We're both being. By the way, we're talking about video games. I'm stoned. Yeah, we are right. not making I mean, jokes. We <laughs> opened.
2: We opened with shitting for quite a while. So that is true. We
1: gave them what you know? they never wanted.
2: Um, um Did you ever play the online one? No, I played. I'm it. curious I, about it. I haven't played it yet. I really want to. People walking around cowboys is that boomstick are you talking about the online servers
1: is it like it's not they're not like role playing it's not they're like doing like a zelda version of red dead redemption that's wild
2: i don't think so i think it's like yeah oh and people stay in character like on the microphone that's oh
1: no boomsticker do they really how do you so you just
2: you've got like a cowboy avatar and you walk around and you can rob people and you can take things it's all the same rules but it's just you it's just you there's no there's no dutch this looking is my after
1: one you. main issue with video games
2: and a lot of video game people is there is a bit of... They
1: have a bit of the... um A bit of the two cools for schools about them, which is like, mm. that's very funny that you're sat in your house pretending to be a cowboy in the cowboy world. Like, yeah. I understand that that's just your reality and you want to be part of the fantasy and I totally respect your fantasy. I don't want to shatter it, but I need you to acknowledge that's very funny. Like, it's it's like okay. I totally respect... In the same way that a orgy is inherently very funny. You, hmm. you, you can't picture an orgy and not be thought... It couldn't be improved with,
2: like, a wackety schwackety
1: Like, you know what I mean? This just, well, I told you that's,
2: that's why I turned down um Two Guys, One Girl, the threesomes. is because I was always like, listen, I'm just going to laugh the whole time. I'm not going to be able to take it seriously. So I'm out. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. But okay. I will just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh.
1: Coming in from Boomstickery, this is the most fascinating thing, is... I knew it would then come down to there are the people like me and those That's people, and we just can't see eye to eye yeah. because it's essentially what it is, is the only, um, the only way like I can get joy from it is I need to mock what is happening. And the mm-hmm. only way for them to get joy out of it is everyone to take it seriously. Perfect so I never right, understand yeah. why those people always are also like, well, we better exist in the same communities or it's just like, no, let the jerk offs all go be jerk offs with each other and let them be super serious.
2: That's the, the, did you watch Did you watch the Hawkeye series? Probably not.
1: No, I will go on a rant about the Marvel series is now. They, well, (laughs) let me just
2: say the thing first. Uh, they did a really nice depiction of, uh, the, um, LARPing community. Very nice in it. Just, uh, very human. The reasons why they take it seriously, they understand that it's dumb, but it matters to them. And so they deal with it. And if you're going to play, then you have to play by their rules. It's just very lovely. It was That's it nice. was one of the nicest depictions of the LARPing community I've found. I mean, I always found that
1: there's this thing in Montreal called the Tam Tams, mm-hmm. and there were LARPers yeah. in the woods. And people yeah, always went to fuck guys. them. And I always, like, I they took it like they took it a little too annoyingly seriously serious. for it to be that close. My always thing was, like, guys, you are this close to Tam-Tams. Like, there's a little bit of, there's going to be people looking at you like mm. they're visiting a zoo. And you're by a place where a lot of tourists come. Like, I'm sorry, you're doing this to yourselves in a slight way? Yeah, you're like, the drunk
2: people- person who thinks they're pissing down an alley but is right next to the door.
1: Yeah, it's, like, is it one of those things where it's like, you. yeah, like, come on. But I also, like, people really did fuck them up a bit. Like, fuck mm. with them a lot, too, to the point where I was like, this isn't fun. Role models, by the way, role models and Forgetting Sarah Marshall, both movies where mm. I was like, what, like, so much better than they had at
2: any yeah. right of being. Why did that have to be so good? They, but role models had a thing where they had, like, Ken Jeong at the top of it, and he was, like, a maniac, and the people around him were heavy sycophants. And it was that extra bit of embellishment that you need for comedy, which I understand. Yeah. But, like... But there was none of that in this. They were like, they took it seriously. They kind of bullied people who didn't, which I assume they would. I've known a lot of nerds. They're all bullies. And they, but they also had like a lot of heart and they wanted to welcome you in as long as you wanted to play by the rules. Yeah, hey, absolutely. By the way, do you want to know what's so, f- I read a book about the, this is the, mo- I've never been so
1: close to becoming my father in my life was mm-hmm. saying, while well, in COVID to come for myself, I read a uh, non fiction hardcover about a sporting team, but of course I didn't. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, The belichick uh brady patriots was what i read better to be feared fascinating book but you come away with it being like tom brady is the first person who was ever both a super nerd and a super jock at the same time and that's (laughs) why he
2: he is because he is like him and tiger woods i would say tiger woods is
1: no but right up there tiger woods has the additional intense family trauma so Hmm. it's like he that outdoes all of it because it's like play golf so
2: daddy loves me I guess, like, but he's also a mega nerd and an unbelievable athlete. Like, but also,
1: what a some, goof! Because golf is way more <laughs> nerdy already. Because there is a lot of percentages. There's a lot, like, you know what I mean? There's a, it's a lot more of a.
2: But it's pretty broy though. Like, have you been, you've been to golf that. courses? It's, a, it's a very bro. I mean, even like back then, it was, but boys, like, when, it was like, when, it was like rich bro. Why would I go to a golf course? It was different. Somebody Somebody's to spend an afternoon. I used to golf when I was a kid. We go to the par three down the road. But you go, you go to like a nice one and it's all, you know, it's all about machismo in its own, but it's like the subtle sort of upper class style as opposed to the working class. I'm going to punch your face in. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> sir, please don't. You not know, hear the word you're, you're just, saying.
1: I know. I'm just saying Chris, as usual, has decided to talk about wasps as if I am not this white man.
2: Didn't hear anything you just said. All I heard was I, white man. I was
1: discussing about how, <laughs> how you were like, you know, they're uh It's like that to you, but in that upper crust kind of way. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Chris, I, I, I come from wasps. I, I know the way you're talking. What, you're but that's talking. yeah.
2: So that's what I'm saying. It's like it was uh like I found because I played football and it was very fucking testosterone heavy, obviously. But more so than the other sports I played, although baseball a little bit. But golf it was felt like a similar level, just in a very different style, just a different approach like you
1: just like tom brady is just such a dork. like he's such a dork he's about every dork. Yeah. every aspect of like of his play including like the players like it's all down to like specific statistics like if you'll notice that's why like gron like antonio brown also why was everyone shocked welcome to ashley's not here day we're <laughs> literally about to get into a sports moments minutia why was anyone shocked by what antonio brown did antonio brown like first of all why is that fucking sex pest back playing in the league? That was I my was main.
2: really surprised they signed him again. That's how good he is.
1: It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady likes playing. That's exactly yeah. like That's how good playing.
2: he is. He's just so Tom, good.
1: He's also Tom Brady. Really needs
2: um, uh, like diverse
1: running backs. In that they, the the oh, he's a receiver, that, or what is it? He's a receiver, but he yeah. So he's one of the people that he's throwing to.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running back is mostly handoff.
1: Yeah. All right, so this is the – it's one of the things where – and Antonio Brown is a receiver but was he's a, a receiver, running back?
2: Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But he's a, he's I been a receiver think, since he was famous.
1: I think Gronk is, and Gronk is a – Gronk's a tight end. And he's a tight end, so he's also – Which doubles. That does both. He does both. All right. So Gronk, So there's something about Gronk and Antonio Brown. They're a style of those positions that mm. the book I read sort of is like, this is very hard to come by because Mm. they're very injury prone because of their, like they're both doing, they did X and now they're doing Y. Mm. But for Tom Brady, that's really good because he calls plays on the fly. They don't go out with a plan. Yeah. So he needs some, he can't, he needs players that can do more than one thing because he'll just decide you're this now. Mm. And so he, that's why they also were like, that's why they had personality issues and stuff like that is because it would be like in a crop, there would only be one guy who could do that. And that guy happens to have, murdered two people hello aaron hernandez like it's this weird sort of thing if you're like it's a lot of explanations as to why the patriots behaved in the way that they did because of the climate within their team that was created but you're also like someone should have just stepped it
2: and gone it's not worth it just slightly adapt
1: like it's fascinating
2: that's how single-mindedness works you know they go oh he's so single-minded and it's greatness it's like yeah but that's also why he enables monsters is because they're the only ones who are as single-minded as he is, and that's what led to their crimes.
1: So, yeah, Antonio Brown got so many chances because Tom Brady wants to play with him. Like, that's the Mm. crazy thing.
2: Yeah, and now uh, he won't. But he already had... The reason he went to Tampa Bay is because the receiving core there is unbelievable. Like, he already has the best receiving core in the the whole league. So, adding Antonio Brown to that was, like, fucking hilarious.
1: It's also they backed up a Brinks truck. It was also the... The coach um like Tom Brady has this weird thing of Tom Brady has never been um the guy like Tom Brady was not a top top pick he was not a highly sought after college draft opportunity like he only got to
2: play because Drew Bledsoe got injured
1: yeah he only got to play because Drew Bledsoe got injured and then Bill Belichick um like that he didn't have to deal with a diva Hmm. because he wants to control everything because he's an even is a sociopathic control freak micromanager Hmm. And so he just found that as an easier thing to manipulate. And then Tom Brady is all about uh, overcoming adversity. Like that's mm. he's, like, he's like, that's what his big thrill
2: is. And so Bill Belichick he, is living adversity.
1: Bill Belichick is doing <laughs> is. everything he can to fuck him over. So it was like a 20-year <laughs> dance of just like, all of you are incredibly mentally ill. And I think I'll just need to speak to a therapist. But then it's just like... But then Tom Brady has to compensate for the slowing clock of age and gets into craziness like he believed for a while if you, you drink enough water, you can avoid sunburn. Yeah.
2: That was, you know what, though? That's someone that came in through Giselle's door. That's, no, someone, okay. that's someone that hangs out with models that this, sort of made his way is. into the sports thing. One of
1: their big problems is everyone, Giselle always gets very angry at Tom because people blame her for all of his weirdness. You know. And then she's always like, he was like like this all
2: way, and like people have but to that, be like, he was always like this. This is not that, that sort of that specific, never... that specific type of thing, though. That sort of hippy dippy. It's just Waterman. That feels very much like a friend of a model. You, I, I mean, I of course, whoever said that to
1: him was the friend of a model, but that's also yeah. because he's a a quarterback. So he just, yeah, you know, there's also a certain like, you know. It's, you know, chicken or
2: the egg. You know what I mean? Like it's the yeah. model
1: brings the models or the quarterback brings the models. I guess I
2: just, I just can't, I can't, I can't imagine uh, if you drink enough water, you won't get sunburned making it up through the uh, training team at the, at the New England Patriots. You know, that's, how, that's the, God, I want to smoke right now. Ah, oh, stupid, stupid,
1: hostile. Hey, fuck you. I had quit. I had so newly quit smoking when we started doing this stream. Mm. And you were, oh and I was, I wanted to smoke cigarettes so badly.
2: It was real good. I'm amazed I haven't,
1: I have it is amazing I haven't gone back to it. I'm so impressed with myself over, over, well over a year. Nice buddy. I can't remember why I smoked which is crazy
2: because I was such a big smoker. Mm. Big fan. I had, um, uh, so I did that, you know, that smoking joke that I have, and it was cut up into. Um, Loved tiles. it, by the way, liked
1: it very much. I just need to explain oh, thanks, what Tiger Tiger, Tiger put. Uh, so, for the podcast, Tiger Tiger, I don't know, he's had all sorts of weird Terry beliefs. He didn't eat a strawberry until his 40s. Uh, that's because it's a, uh, he considers that a nightshade, and he doesn't eat uh, any fruits and vegetables that don't encourage anti inflammatory enzymes in your body so that wow. he heals slightly faster and keeps his muscles younger which is madness
2: it sounds like Matt but he's also 58 and he's still he just won a Super Bowl he's forty-three. <laughs> he's, but yeah. no and he's, he's, uh, seven, uh, he's 72 he's, years old
1: the reason why he's doing this by the way is because you said in an interview one time I'm gonna play until I'm 45. And everyone's like, "Yeah, you said that, but that's not going to happen." And now, adversity. This is (laughs) the thing. Like, like a lot of the book talks about everyone's now big concern is they don't know what he'll do without it, Hmm. because like he's his entire life is structured in such a way, and like he'll probably just go insane because they're like he doesn't
2: do anything else. He'll be a terrible coach. Oh, he he could always be a terrible coach. (laughs) oh we
1: talk about my favorite hockey team ever the wayne gretzky coached phoenix coyotes
2: that's who i was thinking of too oh my god
1: it's the best (laughs) no one has ever no one has ever not been the only person to know that they're not going to be good at a job more than wayne gretzky Mm -hmm. like wayne gretzky was so ready to be the best coach ever and wayne gretzky was
2: so not a good coach obviously yeah all of his all of his tips were like be more of a genius Have this this come more naturally.
1: How do you do this? I don't
2: know. You just fucking do it. That's how you do it. A Wayne Gretzky. Skate a lap. Like, Jesus.
1: Well, the first thing you do is you instinctively have this weird ability to always be able to put the fucking puck where there's no other fucking person. Yeah. And then
2: you be there. Yeah. And no one else. Graceful. Oh, my (laughs) God. Have have an innate grace about you. Yeah. Yeah. Just be apparently uh, football had the same thing Thierry Henry had the same problem Maradona same thing geniuses can't teach that's a problem
1: it's, so, it's the best but no but there's nothing because they don't they know do
2: why they do exactly. what they do
1: completely and that's they don't why and they,
2: even less they know they don't know why other people can't do what they do this is why I find the comedians comedian
1: podcast occasionally a very interesting listen because a lot of it is a shitload of comedians very excited to talk about their process, not realizing they have no ability to talk about their process because their process is I don't know. Yeah. And like literally so my innate. Pro- <laughs> and so my process, and this was only realized because of hitting so many walls in the writer's block in COVID is myself mm. and the person I write my shows with. What we realize is we basically just get into Arguments and discussions for six months, and then I can't write anything. And then I go and do three gigs, and it falls out of my head. And then <laughs> that's it. And then I was like, "How do you explain that to people as how you write jokes?" And it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's
2: that's the White's, sort of uh, thing. Uh, uh, I've, well, I've been watching uh, Mad Men, as you know, and uh, Don Draper says, uh, uh, "Think about it intensely, and then forget about it, and it'll come back to you." And that's it. You're letting your subconscious write your show after arguing for six months
1: i mean i want to i want to fight i want to fight you right now for relating that to a very apt and correct don draper quote what is this 2008 where everyone's aphorism was just done by a large cocked man from
2: fucking st louis it was well man i was bartending when that when that fucking i was bartending in uh, montreal when that show was big and i remember 18 year olds coming in asking for old fashions and being like you're gonna be very upset with what you get you're yeah, not you, were gonna, you are yeah. not a drinker. You are new.
1: Yeah, this is gonna intensely hurt your stomach, and I look forward to you not knowing to not
2: slam this back. Like you're gonna I, get fucked up. I remember speaking of like people not knowing how to give comedy advice. Um, I remember a John Cleese one. I think you told it to me actually. And it was it was this John Cleese and you were like, It's such a it's such a good piece of advice. It was like the thing is, is like when you're up there and you're improvising, just go with like the fourth joke. And it's like, oh, so you mean be a genius, be an <laughs> absolute genius, <laughs> who's a master of the craft, to immediately in a split second filter. I mean, I do punchlines and throw out the, the most original one. Which is like, yeah, that's great advice, but also in, in that is brilliant. <laughs> I,
1: like, I I agree and I disagree with you right now. By the way, John Cleese is one of the greatest old grumpy fucks in the world. He's like, of so course old. He, of he's course, so he's saying just now. He like by the way, like three years ago, he was saying like kind of like, "Ooh, John Cleese, bit too over the line." And now he's just saying like overtly, like, "I don't, I only want people like this in my country." Like yes. you're just like, "Whoa, Lost it. Um, what I think John Cleese is saying in there is John Cleese is just saying he's a very good improviser. And what he is saying is, is when you are doing improv, you'll always think of. And this is nothing. This is nothing to do with innate genius. It's Mm. you've trained your mind to do improv comedy. Yeah, a lot of it is work. But and he's saying the the fourth joke, and I completely agree with him. When you're improvising, yeah, is the because the first one's just a cheap one. Your second one, when you're panicking, you have nothing. Your third one is always smart fuck one, Mm -hmm. and then your fourth one's the funny one. And you just but why that sounds way more like bougie and you're like you have four joke thoughts in it. it's like yeah if you've done enough improv you can guess from a suggestion where something's going and you have a like rote way of approaching it it's why whose line is it anyway yeah. can be a tv show and you're like it almost seems scripted and it's like it isn't but they also have sung hoedown yeah million fucking
2: times yes yeah, exactly. they know they know all the different ways that this can go but improv
1: oh fuck yeah. this i i like that pegasus comedy is like rich like evil richard wright you know what i mean like richard <laughs> usually in here is like this like like this sweet loving encouraging guy you know what i mean also was on the comedy like circuit and stuff like that can sometimes feel in nice details or add nice corroborating evidence to the stories we tell and then when mm-hmm. it comes in as pegasus comedy it's like uh hulk hogan and then hollywood hogan <laughs> like he's like, the <laughs> <beautiful> <laughs> version of himself. like like going after improv etc etc <laughs>
2: Yeah. I would say, boomstickery, and this is going to be such a pretentious thing. Oh, no. Uh, my, you're going to be so mad at this. But uh, uh, jazz, it's not its not even that jazz has rules. It's the jazz dances with rules. It's- there. Just shut the fuck, you. Go. <laughs> Screw. <laughs> shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but it is. It's very like uh, yeah, Costner's last great film. Dances with jazz, dances with rules, uh, yeah. um, but it is—it's always in relation to musical rules, and that's the whole point of it. Is like that's what the whole idea of like it's the notes that you aren't playing, and that's because they should be being played, kind of thing. Like, um, but yeah, know that—I uh, uh, mean, I, no, I, well want, from, I want to uh,
1: just—you see, I don't know why, but I want to do this with my hand, mm-hmm, yeah, and very quickly. I want to touch it to your face, like I want to just like. i just want to do that yeah and then i want you to make that noise i want you to like i want to be like this i want to be like this i'll show you i'll show you i want to be like this this. (laughs) 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 Uh, oh we can do the uh we can do an uh admin conversation that thing you sent me hmm I got in touch with their customer service and just asked them all the questions. So guys, we use StreamYard so that Chris and I can be in different places and bring you an IRL chat. <laughs> We're trying to get something so we can have alerts and it's more interactive and interesting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That one would allow us to do clips, would not still allow us to do alerts and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but it allows call-ins, uh, oh. and uh, which is pretty cool. And we could invite audience members in to watch the Patreon recording uh, without broadcasting it. So they can be involved in that as well. So Patreon, that's an extra, like, just for them stream, which I think is very cool. Um, So we'll talk about it. We'll All talk about right, it, but, you guys but it, might looks, be- it looks like it offers everything stream does plus more for the same price. So
1: interesting. All right. So what I'm basically saying is guys watch this space. Cause I think we're going to probably be doing some test streams in the next mm-hmm. couple of days. Cause if we're going to switch over, I'd want to switch
2: over quick yeah, and i do like the idea of can-
1: being able to take calls. That would be
2: fun. Really cool. Right. I've been wanting to do that for a long time because okay, I think rule, it's, it's very fun and we Whatever. can get a uh, beardy noise to come on and give sex advice to people Oh my god! And also,
1: but everyone who calls in—if you're in the chat—if you are a Troggy, how you identify you are from a druggies? You have to. You could say whatever the name is, but I want it to somehow ro- like relate hilariously to where you're calling from. Mm. So it's like uh, like a, uh, uh, hi, John Fell in Cleveland. Just wanted to know: Is Ashley's broken jaw from that weird contraption ever uh, fuel? For everyone else's nightmare. Do you see what I'm saying?
2: It sounds <laughs> yeah. like his last name
1: was Fell in Cleveland, something like that. Uh,
2: what about a uh, long-time trucky, first-time caller? Absolutely wonderful sort of stuff. Yeah, it's very saying. much like a radio phone-in show. Very It's almost
1: like I would like to to be a radio phone-in show. Like exactly. Like, it's also yeah. like called in as one of us from a weird place. Hi, this is John calling from the botanical garden.
2: Yeah. It's so like, I've been Chris I've been trying, been trying to figure least. out a way. I've been trying to figure out a way to get that into StreamYard for fucking ages. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Baba So
1: many Baba buoys. Ba-ba-boo.
2: Baba I'm excited about this new platform. Ba-ba. So like Fraser. <gasps> we see.
1: Can we do a day where we just pretend to be Frazier? Oh,
2: Shotgun we're gonna give B. a lot of terrible advice. <laughs> oh, of
1: course. Shotgun being discuss- Bulldog.
2: Damn, damn it you are the bulldog aren't you yeah
1: so sassy like with all the all the ladies in the office weirdly
2: you're bulldog ashley is fraser and i'm roz
1: <laughs> i think i think the chat is roz i think you'll find the chat is the sat is oh, the no, sassy no, Niles. yeah you are <laughs> or you're martin i'm martin
2: yeah, um, i think in
1: many ways you are martin I do love it. I started watching Frasier again from the beginning. God, I love that show. It's the greatest sitcom ever. It's the best, most well-written sitcom. Everything is great about it. Here's the I gotta, best thing I gotta about watch it. it. I haven't watched it. It captures ever. the weird 90s fashion of I don't know who thought about this in the early 90s, but they're like, here's what I want from fashion for a little while. Vests, pastels, loose, <laughs> baggy square clothing. Mm. Get
2: on it! Oh my god. It's like they hated us. It's like, what's the least... <laughs> Flattering right. everything, yeah. Put it all together and throw it at these pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: Richard Wright gets to be the coolest guy. He gets to be. Uh,
2: I'm Daphne's brother, played by Rodney
1: Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> uh, I think that would be. I think you'll find that that was, I believe, either. I think that was Steven Only appears in the series uh, uh, finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent, very funny. Also, oh, series oh. finale, one of the best series finales ever. Lovely, lovely plot twist where Fraser's off to find love. It's wonderful stuff. So.
2: Buddy, I've been I've been rewatching the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and I got to say, pound for pound, like the joke density in that goddamn show, I think is impossible.
1: I weirdly I don't know
2: how they did it.
1: I don't. I didn't like that show. I found it to be like, it was like, oh, it's like the people from, like, like, Welcome to Thirty Rock. If it was written by very tired people who didn't believe in the premise, (laughs) I was like, all right, (laughs) like it's like. I... The first season was a thing I watched. That's how I felt mm. about it.
2: Oh, buddy, it only gets better. It only gets better. And the it, jokes Well, of course I I would hope so like, it
1: was not it's it was not good to begin with. I didn't I didn't like the beginning of it. I thought it was not well written.
2: so I am in I'm in awe of it. I mean the stories are whatever, but the joke density is worth it alone for me.
1: Well if then I don't want hate... I hate when sitcoms don't give me a good story, because if I want just jokes, I'll just go watch stand up. That's like, get off my corner then. Don't be a, you're not just a joke delivery system.
2: Oh, I like it. I just see it as one long sketch. I don't care. I care. Yeah, All I, right? don't, I, I don't give a shit. shit. Oh, no, 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 but, but I've never been a story guy. I don't think in terms of stories. Like, I don't notice them a lot of the time. <sighs> I'm, I'm I'm honed in on the jokes.
1: What are you watching on TV? Do you just like seeing people chat with intention? Like, what the fuck if you're not yeah, paying... that's a That's a podcast. <laughs> that's wild <laughs> yeah that's so wild yeah uh yeah exactly this is the problem yeah this it a it's like a i completely oh, yeah. agree
2: but if it the is... jokes are good i don't care
1: no, if I, they're good jokes
2: i'll watch it i don't give a shit
1: i found the unbreakable kimmy schmidt just so like ugh. i mean the only, the one joke i thought was very funny was was the like very rich upper west side mom taking mm. the water out of the thing and then you like didn't line just putting in the garbage it's so yeah. funny to me but that was the only joke in it that I thought was good. I just don't care. I didn't care that it was John Ham. Like, I just don't care.
2: Yeah, no, you don't have to because the jokes. I wish I could think of any right now, but I can't. I'll start, I'm will start. going to start messaging you jokes on Discord just no, one after the other from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt until you block me. That's what's going to happen. What a I waste just of a tugboat. <laughs> I don't even get it. Yeah, you wouldn't because uh, you gave up on a fantastic sitcom. That's why I don't think I did. I, uh, I, just, I
1: just rewatched <laughs> Parks and Rec and just went, "This is great." Parks and Rec. Everyone just Park, oh yeah,
2: Parks and Rec is incredible.
1: I think I watched that four times in the COVID in COVID lockdown, like in twenty twenty one. It's all I watched.
2: Oh, I feel like another rewatch of it's coming up soon. Too. I'm doing oh. it. Uh, I'm watching it alongside the podcast that they have, Parks and Recollection.
1: I mean, I don't like everyone. Every it's official. We have to. We have enough podcasts. Mm-hmm. We need to shut this down. It's too, nah. there's
2: too many. They're gonna die. It's gonna be like Twitch streamers during COVID. You know, it's peaking, and then ninety percent of them are gonna drop off because everyone thinks they're gonna be the top one percent, and they uh, and and they forget that it's a lot of work. I mean, there's gonna sticker. be weird podcast detritus all over the apps. Of course, uh,
1: absolutely correct.
2: Oh, speaking no. of should quit, Jordan Ros, and Kramer and I have uh, mapped out the second season, so look out for that. Of what? Of what uh, the do? Big Shiny Podcast.
1: Can you tell us the premise? We
2: cannot. We cannot, but it's going to be very good and I'm very excited about
1: it. Well, well, thanks for bringing it here to the show. That's uh, right. I'm all about building mystique. Ooh, what a mystery. Oh, I didn't realize I was going to those joints. Interesting. Um, joint, joint one is down, everybody. Joint one down oh, where's your buddy uh josh i don't know where he is i thought he was gonna be here he was oh he's at a hit class and he's coming for the last 45 minutes he was late and i may have forgot to tell you that
2: ah uh, cool um uh richard just skip season one yeah I don't, season i've never watched, a different show season never one's a completely watched, different show
1: i've never watched season one or two um i oh, just season started was great I just started season three and season three is perfect. Cause season three starts with a refresher. So you get the characters really quickly mm-hmm. um, and then just goes from there. It's, it's phenomenal. It's so fucking good. Yeah.
2: But even like, I mean, I've watched season one just because it was lockdown, and what the fuck else was I doing? And I was curious if it was as bad. It's the same reason I watched season four of community just to be like, it can't be that bad. And uh, it is, there's some good episodes in it, but um, they find, they, they find their footing at about episode four or something, parks and rec, but just skip it. Just fucking skip it. Oh, speak of the devil. Isn't that wild? It's like
1: you so that's nuts. What's that's going, going on, Josh? Hey. Straight from
2: uh, so, so shiny. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> this is what happens when we have guests in from Australia. It's like oh my I've Lord. just come from the gym. I just it's it's
0: also raining outside. It's our oh. it's our yeah. lovely summer.
1: Yeah. I thought <laughs> you like had just come from like because when I just recorded um Josh's podcast for his Patreon uh, before our show. Hmm. And um, Josh, you made it sort of seem like you were going to a hit class in a park. So when you oh. like came on, like, and were all shiny, I was like, oh, shit, he like went for it, didn't even shower. This is <laughs> no, terrible. I haven't showered.
0: Look, I was up. look, that's that's sweat. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's... I, I worked
0: out. There was a new trainer, oh, so I was trying to show off in front of him and you know, be the how'd you do? Pet. Did, you right.
2: Did he move you to the front of the class?
0: There was only two of us in the session, so I had just had what? to beat beat the 45 year old woman and i think i
2: did it you just kicked the shit out of her yeah hey
0: chris i'm josh Hey,
2: congratulations uh, on your victory
1: uh, yeah (laughs) it is uh hi everyone this is josh he's a very funny australian comedian also host of the podcast don't uh, you know know who i am don't you know who i am a podcast i've been on three times it is a game show podcast i have never gotten a point
2: can you explain (laughs) the premise to us
0: so what it is, it's a quiz all about the four guests' lives, pretty much. If okay. you've seen the UK panel show, Would I Lie to You? Similar yep. enough that I can't get sued. But mm-hmm. I do more in terms of I delve into people's, like, social media. I read out tweets, Instagram posts. That's the first round. It's just a way to get everyone in the game without having to worry about, I better say something funny straight off the bat. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I won't get another word in. But, yeah, it's,
1: it's good. Nice. And uh josh and it's wrapping up you're like doing
0: yeah so i've been doing it for seven years now so i've got the 300th episode which also coincides with the melbourne comedy festival in april so in the melbourne comedy festival they have this thing called the festival club which is you know the late night club where everyone goes to after their shows finish and so i'm doing the big 300th there with a cavalcade of guests who have all been on before so it should go well into the night and that'll be how i finish up
2: are you excited to be done
0: Oh, uh, so I don't know about you guys, but just booking four guests every single week, is just a nightmare. It's no, just trying to, no, as soon as I finish recording on Wednesday,
2: yeah,
0: I have Wednesday evening to edit and then Thursday morning, I'm like, all right, better start booking some more guests. And uh, then it's just a constant trying to book and then getting stories off them and making sure. And John's done it yeah. many times where I've had people from uh, all parts of the world and I'm freaking mm-hmm. out about
2: mm-hmm. time
0: zones and stuff.
2: And on average, how many drop out? The day? No,
0: I've had pretty good runs. That's amazing. I always, I always, one, one a month I reckon I'll have someone drop out, Um, but there's always people around. Melbourne's full of open mic comics who would love to jump on.
2: Have you ever? Have you ever accidentally picked out a tweet that someone not only forgot that they tweeted, but is now deeply embarrassed about and wishes they deleted it? That's part of that's
0: part of the fun of it. So I um, have done. One this this week, where I read it out, and the guy said, "Yeah, not not proud of that one. Maybe you're going to delete that as soon as this is finished and so <laughs> I just I said, all right, question ten and then the audience just heard a beep and then the other three comics laugh a lot mm. and then uh, him say that so that was good. That was
2: what okay. do you remember what that tweet was? was yeah
0: it. it was about the Simpsons being uh, Murdoch propaganda, and that when Homer went back to work at the power station, when he got Marge pregnant with Maggie, he should have just aborted it and lived his oh, life. Oh, wow. And, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> and the comic but, dancer was like, yeah, maybe not. That's that's. I mean, that okay,
2: Joe He was having a bad day. He was yeah. having a bad day um, when he tweeted that.
1: You'll, you'll see on your screen something that we still get to use for one more day called the private chat. Yes. If you put, click on that, that's a chat that only Chris and I can see. If you could put the name of that comedian in that private chat.
2: So I think you can just say it out loud. It's on his podcast.
1: No, but any community. I mean, yeah, but this way is this way is meaner to the people that watch our show live. (laughs) His name's Ben (laughs) Searle. out oh i guess oh we didn't read the tweet oh we kind of yeah, did yeah I and mean, it's on
2: it's on josh's podcast it's out there it's fine it's not yeah. i was expecting something like i always do the eyes in a chinese restaurant like i, was gonna think of something, like, I mean wild
1: i kind of disagree because i gotta um uh <laughs> knew it <laughs> <I like that. laughs> uh, we are a very tolerant audience yeah that is very true very patient um, uh but I mean, it's It's more just the bleakness of that statement of like, follow your dreams, abort your child. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> the thing is, they've already got two kids. It's not like he can just live a life of footloose and fancy free. He's got to yeah. still rock up every day Oh, to be a yeah, but...
2: And no they're one... so young. They're not about to graduate. They're no. eight and ten. This is you for fucking Did ages. Do you have but... kids, Chris? No, no.
0: See, so, so I've got two. And I don't yeah. reckon three would be any harder than two.
2: Only one way to find out, Josh. Yeah. uh, Come on, Josh. Get in there. Come on.
1: Uh, I remember, I know that Josh is not going to have any more kids because we were talking, we were having a nice gossip when we were on tour in Australia about someone who is about to have a child. And I said, and I said, I was about to say, Josh, would you? And before I even got to like, you just went, no, (laughs) I have enough children. And I was so just kind of like, I just, I just like it. Like, I love the dad. Like, dads are always a like, when they get to the amount of kids they want, they're like, there, yeah. that is that is all the love I, a man, am now prepared to give. <laughs> now I'll start randomly farting in yeah. this my house. <laughs> we've
0: just had, so I'm in Melbourne, and so we've had 18 months of pretty much lockdowns with, like, six-week breaks out of, like, you have three months and then a six-week break, then three months again. Hmm. And so there's five dads, five comedy dads, and twice now in those breaks we've gone away just for a weekend. And so, John, it's like it's Dave Thornton, who you would know, Australian comedian. Oh, Harley Breen, who you would know wonderful. as well. Two great, great men. And uh, I a just, Ben Lomas. Oh, you know Ben Lomas.
1: I know Ben Lomas.
0: Yeah. and uh kids. Yeah, he's got two kids. And then another dad who's not in comedy, but his wife's a comedian. But he's very funny. Wade Duffin. His wife is Claire Hooper, a oh, famous yeah. Australian comedian. And uh, so we go away. And everyone's like, "What are you going to do when you go away?" And we're like, "Nothing. Nothing. We're not going to do. We're going to sit. Maybe have a nap. Go for a walk on the beach. Yeah. Drink a lot. Do some other stuff. It's going to be great."
2: Yeah,
1: there's. Yeah, and you definitely there's two people in that crew that are, boozers. I gotta say,
2: Wade Duffin is probably the most Australian name I've ever heard in my life. That's a great point. Yeah.
0: Well, his dad's name is Barry Duffin, which I think... Oh, my there God. There
2: it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good job. Dude, Way to go.
1: <laughs> I don't think that any place does rural, backwoods white people better than Australia. Like, it is... Yeah. Like, just truly just fucking... Oh, I think he's as funny as a penis. Just, like, absolute, just wild, toothless, maniac.
2: Is that oh, very I- funny or not funny at all? Funny as a penis not funny yeah. as it turns out it could go either way yeah
0: yeah so i grew up in tasmania chris which is a little island down the bottom which mm-hmm. americans would know from water brothers cartoons the tasmanian devil
2: that's right uh, mm. which i, I always felt like, like those that. are pretty accurate yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> those You're, things
0: they're really cute the tasmanian devils but they've got like at the minute facial tumors it's a really real problem oh, down in the state where they don't know how it's ha- how it happened mm. um, but it's spreading through the community it's Why? pollution,
2: yes, It's pollution. That's how it happens. Why
0: yeah. does
1: everything <laughs> with Australian animals have to be gross? I know. Uh,
0: the koalas they all have chlamydia. Yep. Um the, the I, I grew up the
2: spiders are rude person. about your weight.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. So well, there's
0: the, the famous saying in Australia, we're not here to fuck spiders, which is we're not here to waste people's time.
2: Great. What? Great. <laughs> have
0: you not heard that? Not here to fuck spiders.
2: No. Means, I
1: let's get I, on with the joke.
2: I thought it was we're not we're not here to cause nightmares. I mean,
1: here to fuck spiders. I I mean, I'm still like I'm still not over the fact that in Australia they refer to booze as piss.
0: Yeah, sink and piss.
1: Yeah, so you will literally say to people, or hear people say to you, "Let's go." have some piss and you just <laughs> have to keep living your life not screaming into you the void that is a nightmare because you're but like yeah,
0: oh being drunk can be getting pissed mm-hmm. but also getting pissed can be being very angry as well
2: yeah yeah it's it's oh, i lived in the uk for a long time so i've got oh, there you I've go. heard both like the inuits
0: have 50 words for snow we have yeah. 50, words 50 meetings for a person. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say, so in Tasmania, so growing up, it was very rough. I grew up in a place called Burnie, which is true. 52% of the adult population would be classified mm. as illiterate. That is a study that they did like six years ago it came out.
1: That is wow, so good. Wow.
0: Just my, my both my parents finished school by year nine, got a job. When I was in year 10, mm. I was offered a hairdressing apprenticeship, and my parents were thinking I was insane not to take it yeah I like it's a job for life hair's not going anywhere you want to travel go cut hair travel around the world cutting hair and I was like no I think I want to finish high school and then go to university yeah but I remember playing cricket for the Americans it's mm. it's not as bad as you think and our it, is. Coach it is it no, is
2: no, no, to learn the rules refuse <laughs> flat out good refused.
1: good for you good for you Chris josh wrong yeah it's worse thank you thank you boomstickery yeah great great point
0: (laughs) well our cricket coach got fired because he yelled at us from the sidelines so a cricket pitch cricket field huge huge Mm. oval yeah got fired because he yelled stop staying around like a stale bottle of piss we've never heard what that means i don't know what a stale bottle
2: of piss is who's fired for that he
0: was fired because our science teacher was walking past and went, "Who's that guy?" And they went, "Oh, he's the year nine cricket coach." And I went, "Not anymore. He's not." And so. oh no yeah.
2: shit. My yeah. my coaches said way worse. They kept yeah. promising us prostitutes if we won.
1: Oh, oh my god. Like, <laughs> I mean, mine was the exact opposite. If the thing, the things, the things that were said to us are now really just reserved for yelling at trans people out of a car window. The things yeah. that were said to me, like just. Wildness. Yeah. What are you talking about? I can't believe he got fired
2: for that. That sounds so pedestrian. But Wait, were, really were my coaches monsters? Yeah, <laughs> imagine what? if I just yeah. had like a huge revelation. Revel- I mean, oh, Steve, no, Steve. <laughs>
1: great question. Actually, that we were all not going to actually get the answer. No, we just were. Too, we were a terrible
2: team. We were a terrible team. <laughs> oh my god, is that what prevented it? We'll never know. We'll never know. They- but yeah, he had one of them. He had a he had a, a tattoo of a tiger with Chinese characters around it. And we were like, what does that mean? He said, it means I got a 12-inch cock. Go run laps. And we we're like, we're 13. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just the, the 90s were a time when it was the last hurrah of boys will be boys. Yeah. Means be prepared to be attacked by adults at a very young age and learn and be spoken to in a way that you should not be for some time.
0: I think I'm the last generation of people in this country who were smacked by other people's parents and my parents thanked them for it.
2: I got hit during Jurassic Park, The Lost World by a stranger, (laughs) by a stranger. Because I started laughing at this one scene where (laughs) the dinosaur bites someone, tosses them up in the air, and then two Tyrannosaurus Rex catch them at the same time and then tear them in half. And it was so ridiculous that I just burst out laughing. And a woman sitting behind me, Bowl just smacked me in the back of the head and i'm sitting next to my dad i was like that lady just hit me and he went good and kept watching the movie
1: <laughs> wild also boomstickery you are the governor general of the stream which is a bit we haven't done in months uh if you win <laughs> if you lose uh male prostitutes <laughs>
2: <laughs> very much the vibe very much yeah. the vibe oh of
1: course yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. 90s were a hell of a time. It was always the joke in Canadian hotels on the road is if it was a bunch of hockey dads, it mm. was always which of the two dads are going to go have on a prostitute. Mm. And then it was this is how weird Canada is and that that was just a joke because that was so like, well, of course two of the dads will do that because the world is a nightmare. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Ugh.
0: I for my bucks party, we went to Watch New Hampshire. Hand-
2: Oh, Bucks party by the stag way food? is a stag dude, yeah, 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 or right. Bachelor yeah, Party, I'll yeah. For, bachelor context, right. for context, for context. Sorry, but,
0: yeah. sorry. Yeah. I forget that some things aren't universal. Uh but we went and watched <laughs> Neil Hamburger. That was that was the plan. Oh, amazing.
2: Amazing.
1: What is The Andrew's opposite brother? the
2: opposite of a prostitute. He will yeah. do nothing for money. He is oh, not interested oh. in your interests.
1: <laughs> yeah, Neil Hamburger. Yeah. This is the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sex may be discussed, but it's not in a sexy way. <laughs> no. But then afterwards,
0: opposite, there was a strip club. Mm. and I was with comics and they were like hey for a laugh how funny would it be which always means everyone's just going I want to go into there but let's try and spin it so we're not creepy guys yeah so we went in there and because it was I was the I was the buck they're like all right we'll get you a love and the woman Mm. said you can have this or I can I do palm readings would you like that instead and so she took me off and she read my palm that was that was how I did why (laughs) Thing, oh my which is, god did they have a separate yeah.
2: room or was it the same vip it lap was the dance same room
0: so you'd go into the room and that's where they normally do the lap dance and for me yeah. it was just I'm, I'm gonna read your palm that's so funny that's so me.
2: funny Could, did she still say you're not allowed that's to touch your lifeline <laughs> she
0: she, she, life she was topless and did it yeah
1: <laughs> is that me. fucking mole rats
2: there's a break <laughs> in <laughs> your it's
0: life only two nips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is the most I got to tell you, that's the funnest strip club story I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, like I've, that's great. I've, that's what I want. That would be so much better if the VIP era wasn't you're going to get a lap dance. That's the area where you're just going to find out what this stripper's interest is. Yeah. Not talent. <laughs> yeah. You just get back there and it's just Hell's Bell's playing when she talks to you about how much she really digs the first season of Babylon 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be so much more just lively. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got to go. Candy's working. Why? Yeah. She knows the best public toilets in the city. We got to yeah. go find out our picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I'm opening that strip club. It'll be called Good
1: Talents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember um, uh, uh, doing crowd work in Edinburgh. And there was um, uh, a group, a business group like a group of dudes, just, you know, Monkey barrels, so it's like stage left to sort of that small contained area. And so the yeah. business group of dudes, it all took that. It was all guys. They were all in their like 40s and they were from the Northern Europe. can't remember which country. And they just had this vibe about them. And I remember being like, you guys really have the air of a group of guys who have all shared a prostitute. And, <laughs> and the crowd laughed because like, that's what they look like. But they all sort of went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that took no arm twisting they just went Nah, yeah that's why that's why we come that's, that's like, i gotta t-
1: i gotta tell you there's nothing better than when those types of people are totally honest about who they are do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. then you, it's absolutely people you can work with yeah. and stuff like that like i once in late at late in live there was a stag do of finance bros Mm. and they all pissed in the hallway and then it was a solo show and they moved their table so the crowd was around them and security couldn't get at them without like having the show be late for about 45 minutes That's so smart. what security it was very smart it was such a smart douchebag move and like mm. i was tormenting them because like i knew what was going on and i was like going after them and it was like a very fun dynamic but they forgot they had to get drinks so security was picking them off <laughs> one by one as they went to go get more booze until it was down to one guy who like finally like stood up and was like, can you tell them what's happened? Because like I couldn't say and finally we explained the whole thing. And then he and I was like, OK, why did you heckle? And he was just like, I'm fine. It was really fucked up that we did that. It's just I don't know where my friends are and they have my keys, phone and wallet and i can't get home and i was like and then the entire crowd was like oh and i was like all right man go security can tell you where they kicked him out and then he left and it was like it's like i it was the like sportsmanship of him admitting he's like we yeah we were naughty. he's like yeah fair we go ahead but yeah when they don't cooperate it's the worst yeah. thing in the entire world
2: uh yeah when they acknowledge they lost it's a beautiful moment for everyone I'm yeah. so sort of
1: glad I've avoided all those
0: late-night Edinburgh kind of shows. I only went to Edinburgh once. Yeah. It was enough. I
2: was like, I don't need to do
1: this anymore. Oh, Josh. Just, yeah. This is fine. Stop stop, stop! <laughs> just doing the really fun, amazing month-long comedy festival, the Melbourne one, where it's all at night, and everyone is at a set time, and everyone has a, the same day off. Yeah. And you're just in this really lush, beautiful city in autumn, so it's gorgeous all the time. You should also go to Edinburgh where it's the the hardest everything can be and it's expensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. When I did it, it was like they were telling me that, what is it, the population increases 400% but so yep. the supermarkets don't buy any more food. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's like, <laughs> no. All right. Cool.
1: I mean, I think that they do now, but, yeah, there was definitely, like, I remember, like, people used to talk about, like, there was like parts of town that were just for locals and like, do not go in there during the festival. They will, like, yeah, like, they will just attack you. And it's not like that anymore.
2: But I was like, that's, oh, so yeah, I've loud. never, I've never found those places. I mean, I remember walking like, walking a couple comics home and they were like, oh, yeah, guy, guy, uh, remember that store that we were going to the other day? And the other comic was like, yeah, it's like, that guy got murdered. <laughs> he, got, he got murdered today. That's like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like a guy that worked in the store, it was, um, um, Alice Fraser and Laura Davis. I was walking them back to their place. And they were like, they were they were just sort of talking. And I can't remember which one said to the other, but they're like, oh, you know that nice old guy? He got murdered yesterday. I, like, I mean, well, what the fuck is going a, on in this town? There's a very Nothing.
0: famous Australian comedian called Greg Fleet who has been very open about his struggles with heroin in the past. And when he was mm. in Edinburgh, he was, you know, getting on the gear quite severely. So every day would get a train to Glasgow, score, and then take the train back and do the gigs at night and one day in Glasgow went down the wrong alleyway mm. and the guys were like all right we're gonna kill you and he was like oh, oh and then they heard he was Australian and then said hang on aren't you in Neighbours for the Americans that's a very long running soap oh my and god he goes, and he's like yes yes I, w- I was and like his character killed a very famous character called Daphne in the show mm. he, he came on as he was a sketchy character and he and because he was in Neighbours, it saved his life. Because, like, Jesus. oh, man. And they took him out. They were like, oh, this guy was on Neighbours. And then, yeah. And so uh, he tells the story of being in Edinburgh and then going to Glasgow. And because of Neighbours, he's he can tell the tale.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, So that's kind of nice, though, because then people would be like, were you on fucking Neighbours? And he'd be like, exactly. yeah i yeah. was in, in
0: australia that that would get you beat up in a park yeah. well you are neighbors but in, in glasgow it was like yeah we're gonna save this man's life
1: you can Jesus. find him telling that story in so many different versions and it's yeah. never not wildly amazingly funny greg fleet by the way one of those guys where you're like man heroin must be good for you to keep doing it because you oh. really used to be a good comedian no offense, greg the but... best
0: he was oh the best, but God. also has years that he forgets any of his material Ugh. and like you would repeat his own material back to him and he goes, that's really funny. Is that yours? And you're like, no, that's yours. That you did on a televised gala. We could get it up on YouTube. And he's like, oh, cool. And so he'll watch his own YouTube and then go on stage and do it because he just has no memory. And he's very, in a very good spot now, I should point out, Greg. He's doing oh, very good.
1: well.
2: Good. But, oh, okay, um, that's good.
0: but also some of the, the funniest gear, but also one of these guys who I – had seen him when he wasn't doing that great, and five minutes of the, every gig would start off with him just pretty much figuring out where he was, oh, yeah. and then he would go into it, and it would be great. But that like muscle memory would kick in, but just yeah. that that time of going, all right, do we need as an MC? Do I need to get him off? Is he alright? Oh, it's getting oh. minutes.
1: It's it's such a weird thing, stand up comedy, because it's one of the few like <clears throat> jobs where you still quietly are expected to interact with just junkies
0: yeah mm.
1: yep
2: yeah stage you can
0: just
2: sit yeah. there and uh yeah just which is... a... I, Fun. Also like I love that, that part
0: like that generation of comics as well especially in melbourne melbourne in the 80s was a lot of a lot of heroin use like it's the Nick oh, really? cave area of melbourne and all these people how... kind of came up through that
2: i gotta tell Isn't you it's so expensive how because yeah. it... yeah. the whole point of heroin is that it's like it's around, you know, <laughs> you just gotta do it. No drugs are around in Australia. Yeah, so there's I'd no like, oh, cool. Like we, like we, I could pick mushrooms here. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like I would never pay for magic mushroom. But Chris. the idea of being like, I'm so far from everywhere and I'm, I'm gonna do this drug that's got me hooked for life is nuts to me. That's it's, the it's poorest the Austra- financial planning, even for a heroin addict.
1: It's the Australian <laughs> it's, way. It's, Australia? Yeah. Australia loves and is world renowned for basically being the first place to create smashed avocados on toast. That was like them. That was their, their claim to fame as a brunch dish. Oh, you yeah. mean the spiceless o- guacamole? Yes. The avocado that, yeah. is the most expensive <laughs> fucking vegetable to get in Australia because it has to like come from halfway around the Mexico. earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, but of course, yeah, that should be on every breakfast item. We're yeah, a country who
0: loves making people pay twenty dollars for two eggs on toast.
2: It's wild. Wow. I mean to be fair, Canada's not that fucking far behind now. when um, we have no excuse. There's no it's, reason for us to be successful. It's just wild It's
1: just wildly. it's just taxes and insanity. It's
2: insane. Oh, oh my god. I want to come one. out there. I want to come out to Australia it's so fucking bad. I have so many, oh. so many Australian Canadian friends, and I just want to be there. I gotta come. I gotta so come. good. It's so it's like very the, good.
1: Melbourne as a city is so goddamn livable, and then you go to Sydney and you're like, "Oh my god, it's like the few, fu- If the future was designed by
2: the '90s, that's what Sydney is. Like, it's just and
1: trains you know what, I, on bridges.
2: I also know a bunch of, like, from what it looks like, very successful cocktail bartenders as well. So, like, I know a bunch of comedians, and I know a lot of phenomenal bartenders, and I just feel like that's that's going to be such a fun trip. Yeah. Our, both our, our major are cities
0: good. are very good so even Adelaide Adelaide is the city mm. that gets made fun of the most for being boring mm. but for the month of the Adelaide Fringe Festival it is the most fun place you ever be. like it's oh, just oh the weather's amazing everyone's just out in the street they had all the shows on in this place called the garden and okay. it's, so it's just people into it's very carny but it's just like it's just a great atmosphere right. and it's a thing it's the place where people are like oh it's so boring here I'm like What are you talking about bars are open till six in the morning like if you're bored that's on you yeah
1: oh absolutely so much fun i'll tell you that that festival also that that's where boys become men because you're in a tent and they don't they don't set it up properly like all the comedians tents will be here so my tent which was me speaking into my microphone was next to something called the chainsaw carnival (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and i had to time you have, you have fond memories of this because i had to literally be able to do a, a show that had a narrative yeah. and be able to like stop the narrative address the fact of like uh check this out in four seconds you're about to hear a crazy weird layers of your noise and you're gonna be like what the fuck's making that noise i asked them it's a motorbike and once you know it's a motorbike that's even more distracting back to my show and then have it worked out so you say a joke laugh pause it's like it just like my timing got so good at that festival i have like fond memories in my heart for it doing it every night was not good also i had a stalker
2: no i didn't know you had a stalker
1: yeah yeah a guy uh, i kicked a guy out of my show yeah he was like a super weird guy they kicked him off and then he snuck in uh the next night as a different guy and was immediately heckling like with stuff that would ruin punchlines like he had to he remember jokes and was doing it that way and right. i recognized him did it and then he refused to leave re- refused to leave the site got physical with security wow. kept showing back up to try and get it's nuts yeah jesus wow. no that's but bad. still
0: they, when you said stalker i thought oh this is going to be someone who wants to you know be with you but not someone yeah. who wants to beat you he wants to. He
1: wants to wear my my skin on his face. I mean, I could take him. I think he was like a, f- a five foot one, very old man, but still.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh hey! Of course, you got stalked by the guy from Up.
1: <laughs> That's exactly uh-huh. right. It was the guy from Up. Without uh, any uplifting, uh, Josh. Uh, we're now going to play a video. Oh, look at this! Uh, Holy
2: shit! It's Josh Earl, Macaroni Prince. Excited to see you. Thanks for writing. Macaroni I'm Macaroni Prince.
1: And- Enjoyed this video, everyone, and we'll explain to Josh. Someone bring the beard sucking video up, we can show it to Josh after this. Fuck like being trying so Ray Ray. Welcome to the Untitled Witch Tree with John oh, and Chris like that, and Natasha Stick around and give us a follow, you are awesome. Oh my God, Josh even did it. Josh even did it. He didn't even know what he was doing. It was so sweet. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, holy shit, it's Josh Earl coming. Josh in. Josh Earl once
2: sent me the questions for "Don't You Know Who I Am?" for a stag do I was running.
1: Two things
0: I mentioned in the show. There you go. We mentioned stag do. We mentioned the podcast.
2: Oh wow,
1: what is that? That's so sweet. Cool. Um, we have been kidnapped uh, to hear. Do you have snacks? We do. We do have snacks. Haunted leg. What would you like? I've got uh granola bars not the ones that are chocolate coated but the ones with chocolate chips in them and um ruffles chips here's my question did you send someone was doing a version of your podcast for a stag do so you sent them questions is that what that's implying yeah occasionally
0: people will say hey is there a set of questions that you ask your uh guests before you get them on and i do have like a little questionnaire and so this person asked me for that. So I just sent him through the questionnaire.
1: Yeah. Oh, cause I gotta yeah. tell you, um, thank you so much for following tractors and milk. You, my friend are now a troggy. Um, this is part of uh, uh, Twitch, Josh, that makes it different from a podcast is when people like follow so they can be here and know when you go live, you have to acknowledge it, which is very fun, but it's also very disconcerting for people that don't really know about streaming and just make it sort of seem like I'm just interrupting the flow of the conversation for no reason. And then it makes me feel very awkward because this (laughs) vortex of shame we have to live in for like four seconds. So now I've just decided, you know, I'm just going to address it for the first time and uh, I feel good about it. Also, guys, check out the Macaroni Prince. Thank you again for rating. Uh, Welcome all aboard. Uh, So, yeah, that's got to be good. But you can make a board game out of your podcast, which is very good for you because then you wouldn't have to make any guests. Since it's my idea, I get 10%.
0: But would it be a fun board game because you'd only be playing with the same people the
1: whole time? I hang on one second. I thank you so much for following Uh, uh haunted leg. Welcome to the troggies. Um, Gotta get on that vortex of shame like that, my friend. Um, I'll turn that off. There we go. That's there. That is there. Um, but no, I think it would work because it's a party game. So it would be like if, you know, when yeah. you have a couple over, that would be a fun thing for uh, like a couple's, it'd be like cranium but for yeah. your relationships.
0: Oh, yeah. I did do one which was two couples. That was a fun one. And I did one with our, our mutual friend, Daniel Connell, and his now wife, Laura Dunham, and they were on the same podcast together and made made up a story. So for those, I make up stories and get people to kind of bluff their way through and then we have to decide whether they're not telling the truth or not. And it was for Laura. The first time she went over to Dan's uh, parents' house, she was too embarrassed to eat in front of them. And so she packed a bu- whole bunch of musni bars and would go off into the bathroom and eat the music bars because she was hungry the whole time and then said, is that true, Dan? And Dan was genuinely shocked and, like, really caring for her, going, you could have eaten in front of my parents. That's not, like, why, why did you not do that and why did you not tell me? And so I did feel bad when I said, oh, that was a lie. I made your wife lie to you in front of people. <laughs>
1: Uh, thank you so much for following Mash on Pizza. And I also want to say the fact that it was also Daniel Connell, which is please check out his stand-up, one of the funniest stand-ups um out there. So fun. But yeah. like such a sweet dad. Like he's just a like like a just a like nope no problem, but let's just yeah. let's just take it down a notch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He once said yeah. to me in the morning and just went, Oh, that's a that's a bit that's a lot of energy for good morning. I usually keep that for good afternoon. And like, <laughs> he's out there, man. It's so much fun. Him and yeah. his, um, me and his wife went head to head on Fraser trivia. Oh yeah. Just, she loves it. Oh my God. It was the, it was end of, uh, Edinburgh fringe 2019. I'll never yeah. forget that. When we're going to have sort of like a calm last night. Um, we're going to like go watch some fireworks and eat some fish and chips. And I was hosting late and live and I went, Oh, I might come in with you and do that if I don't want to go and have a bunch of drinks before I host late and live. And then I said, these fateful words. but first I'm just going to go meet Alfie Brown and then I'll call you guys. And I never saw them again. I just got super, I drank eight ciders and went to late and live and threw up. That's what I did. It was insane. My last memory of that night was Trudy stayed saying, I think you're drunk. And if someone who is married to Tom Stade thinks you're drunk. Wow. It's time to go to the hospital. Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, insane stuff. Chris, where did you go? Bathroom or
2: was a throw up? What happened? Oh, just had to piss. Just to meet. Oh. Just was like, it's got to happen right now. I I got my booster a couple of days ago, and I, uh, uh, I Josh, you don't you won't know this, but John knows because I'm my fridge turned into a freezer just out of nowhere, just broke, froze everything. So all I had was six Gatorades. Uh, and uh, so I just lived off that for the last couple of days, because uh, I didn't have the energy to go outside. And so I am
0: how, no longer how many full days post booster did you how many days is
2: it? Just one day. It was uh, it was uh, two days ago now, I think yeah. three days ago, and um long night, long yep. sweaty night, and then the next day was just exhausted and then was fine the, the day after that. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I will
2: say as someone who was
1: double vaxxed, boosted, and still got Omicron COVID. yippity, yippity da day. Um, I can't imagine what it must have been like because it wiped me out. And they are like, you had it. The easiest COVID has been. Like, I mm-hmm. can't imagine what it would have must have been like to get that early on. Like, the, when they, yeah. like fatigue as a symptom of illness is an absolute asshole move. Like, yeah, my just- brother got
0: it. He's in the UK. He's in London. And so he mm-hmm. got it the delta variant though last christmas not the christmas just being with one before that and he said he mm. felt like he had a hangover for two weeks that, that's what it was for him and oh i my- couldn't couldn't breathe and i was oh, i cannot i couldn't deal with the hangover for a day let alone two weeks
2: oh. well that's that's the wildest thing about this is it's like either it's like ah, i feel you know i'm a little sleepy or it's like you're gonna die yeah or, <laughs> so that's if it was just one of the two i don't think i'd mind as much like if it was like you're gonna die at least then i'd be like okay i'm on my toes all the time but every now and then someone goes i had it and i didn't even notice i had it i go hmm maybe i yeah. should do that show hmm. we, we're in australia we've been so lucky until
0: hmm. the last three weeks pretty much and so yeah. we've been huge on lockdowns which were brutal but the most it ever got to was 700 people had it in a day like that's hmm. the thing like in, in
1: <laughs> that's amazing talk that's amazing. to me when you get to that's so how many people died last hour and then you can well, like yeah okay yeah we Canada were freaking
0: so. out at that and now Damn. like just three days ago we got up to fifty thousand people in a day and we're like all right cool i was saying to john like so things are open we're not having another lockdown with the government said we're not doing lockdowns again everyone mm-hmm. is complaining too much so let it rip and so the other day we're in school holidays I've such... got two kids,
1: yeah. yeah i love i gotta tell you this is the one problem with a democracy Is that at a certain point they do like everyone is like, I don't think it's a representative democracy. This should prove where it's like, no, you, if you fucking badger a politician, they will listen to you. Because (laughs) this is like literally the numbers are as high as they were last year. And they're literally like, you you, guess what? Go fucking kiss a stranger. This is over. Like, it's like, are you
0: fucked? Oh yeah. So having the kids inside for pretty much 18 months, it's summer here. We're like, all right, it's a nice day. My kid, it was like I want to go to Luna Park, which is like a, it's a theme park. It's like Six Flags, whatever it is. Whatever okay, I
1: can just go. I can explain it. So, Chris, you remember? I know the, what a theme uh, park is, John. No, no, but there's <laughs> Luna Park is basically like. Do you do you ever have those uh, amusement parks that set up in the mall parking lot in Vancouver or oh like yeah a, like a
2: traveling fair? It's
1: like a traveling fair, but if it stayed still right by the beach, it's that vibe. Like it's not. Oh, Brighton.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yes, very it. good. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah.
0: So, with all right, we'll go, we'll, we went there two days ago. Do, do you know how Michael Jackson got Disney World shut down so he could go in there on his own?
2: Yeah.
0: That's what it was like. We we're the only ones there. Nice. My kids, seven and ten, had the run of all the rides. Oh, wicked. Greatest day of their life. Yeah. Like I, I cannot, I can't do justice of how good a day it was. Just you understand? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. About, that me-
1: yeah. that memory you've earned getting drunk and waking them up and ranting about yeah. your wife twice like you understand that that you could really you can phone it in now for like six months because they only are going to be like yeah sure there was that time where dad played frank zampa really loud every morning but right before that we went to an amusement park and it was just us and it was just like holy
0: shit. we were there from two in the afternoon till eight at night when it closed Nice. Oh my God, so solid
2: six hours of constant just, just and I bet you're running to every yeah uh, attraction as well. There's no walking so excited.
0: Yeah, it was nice. So also,
1: so great.
0: Lovely.
1: Also a set like also a seven year old. I also love there's like kid like kids under ten, also that thing of like they get so excited at a certain point, and then there is no kind of like I'm getting sleepy. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: What were the what were the staff like? Were they happy to see you?
0: So happy. you know how sometimes in those kind of positions, you just – you go through the motions. So some of them mm. were still doing the same old – like we've been on the same ride four times, still doing the same lines. No still shit. Is, yeah. Wouldn't it acknowledge. Like, no. Not <laughs> That's <laughs> a
1: fucking showman. That's a yeah. man who is fucking integrity in his fucking craft. He's not there for fucking you. You're there for fucking him. You know what you're I mean? you to yeah. poke him like a beefeater no. just to yeah. see if he'll fucking – if he's
2: human. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How did you explain that to your kids? Did they have any questions about why is this guy saying these? We've heard these words. Well, or were they the just the saying. One, the one character? they did
0: was like at the end of the ride, there were two people on the like running the ride, he, and the other one go, "Okay, don't forget to wish," and I can't remember the guy's name, "a happy birthday," and he was like, "Oh, it's not my birthday. Stop saying that." And that was their little joke. But we were like, "Hey, we've we wished him happy birthday three times now. This but is like, yeah. we could we could do these I lines."
1: Fucking love it. That's so good. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Ah, oh, I'm like I just I love the commitment to it. It's like I came to Luna Park when I was six, and I said I want to be one of those carnies that's got a belly <laughs> so weird it hangs below my t-shirt, and I only know <laughs> one joke for the people in the gravitron. Let's hit it! Oh my god! Oh so fuck in, yeah!
0: In the city I grew up in, Bernie, we had the Bernie Show, which is the traveling carnival that come through, mm. and it was that whole thing of like you get to. 13, 14, and all they want to do is try and have sex with the girls in that town. Why? Well, that's what they're doing. And so my girlfriend at the time was being hit on massively on the dodgems. And I remember the guy would jump on the back of our car and lean down and steer for us, even though we were going fine. And it was just yeah. driving down the top. It was that's yeah. all he was doing. But yeah. then he would also grab onto the pole that attached it to the like the roof, so the electric electricity would run through it. And would do backflips with his hand on the pole, like jump and flip.
2: Okay, and so he's showing pop, off as well.
0: Showing off. But yeah. he had his tool belt on. And so I remember getting hit in the head by his <laughs> wrench once. <laughs> almost being knocked out of the dodge. <laughs> Just go, dude, what are you doing? Like
1: yeah.
2: You know how hard it is to hit the boyfriend with the wrench yes. mid backflip?
1: <laughs> I got to tell you that's a practice skill. That's one of the most ama- that's that's like that's fifth level Dan Carney. Do you understand that like, yeah. that guy that guy is actually sent cigarettes by American spirits <laughs> where any wherever he is in the world. Like he is given unlimited uh he's, he has a bunch of Trojan Magnum condoms that don't actually fit his dick and an unlimited yeah. supply of a Marlboro King 100 menthols because he is such a scumbag what an absolute legend only Australia yeah like that guy's name is Macker he's got a friend named Trav they drink a lot of Bundaberg (laughs) rum and they suck like they are very bad people oh my god it's also by the way so crazy that like we don't talk about this is that up until what maybe 2005 no one acknowledged that there were just traveling carnies and if they came to your town they were all just trying to looking back on it make love to teenagers what in the name of
2: god is going oh, I on think, i think people knew i think we were just yeah. kids and they didn't talk to us about it share has a whole song about it <laughs> it's about how all the men would show up in the middle of the night and they'd lay their money down you know what i'm saying they would uh, <laughs> oh my god this is wild
0: do you think she can still sing that song? Because it's called Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves.
2: I think she can because she's Cher. Okay. Yeah, I think I think she can't release that song now. Yeah. But yeah. I think I, I think she can still do it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a very good song. And it's but, also yeah. it's like pro Roma. She's like, we're yeah. people and we're, we're trying to live our life, and all these fucks. Like they come in, they fuck my mom, and then they run us out for being thieves. Like, I don't know what you want from them. like you guys are dicks. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cher can do whatever she wants. Cher can do whatever she wants. I remember seeing uh, Elton John um, live in Vegas. It was like what my mom wanted to do for her birthday. And um, he spent half the show when he wasn't singing, he was making fun of Cher. It was great. (laughs) I got to tell you,
1: um, I listened to Elton John's audiobook of his book. He is the most he's the most best catty gay man of rock and roll. Like it's just, and every story seems like he's dishing on people and like even his rock bottom of like crazy cocaine use is still like the most fabulous story of him calling his manager to demand uh, the manager do something about the wind. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and it's just that's that, that type of celebrity will never exist anymore. Like, Ellen John's literally buying a football team and just living off of cocaine and ice cream for 20 years and then making bangers. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. say, okay, yeah, can't, should Cher be able to sing uh, Gypsy's Tramps and Thieves? You can debate it. Who would release crocodile rock? That song is madness. It makes no sense. It's a, It shouldn't be a good song. It's all in all of our heads right now. And we're all living a better life, having now thought about it. We're now it's going a jam. In.
2: It's a jam. The last,
0: the last thing we av- did in this country. So we did in this country a big, during the lockdown, the first lockdown, a big concert where everyone was like doing songs from home. And Elton John was the big guest because I think. Oh, the,
1: the, are you talking about? Is this where he did the. I'm let am so tell the story.
0: I'm Still Standing, yes, he's doing I'm Still Standing in his driveway, didn't move his kid's basketball hoop. It is. Did did this go global? Because I thought it was just an Australian thing.
2: no. It's amazing. It's so It's like he's taking
0: the piss on how he actually sings the song as well. He's not singing it properly. He's like not didn't say words. the right words. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. Well, I I didn't know about it until I started watching a streamer named Gareth Waugh no, who a, just yeah. does a version of it. But oh my god, it's awful. Uh, he puts on also... the glasses
2: and just yeah. sits in the corner yeah, and sings the whole song. The yeah. whole song does Gareth.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh fox comedy. Thank you
2: so much. Uh inappropriate message. That's totally fair. really. Oh well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for the first... raid. Enjoyed this Just video? It's
0: like being trying
1: so well, Welcome to the Untitled Witch Tree with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow, you are awesome! welcome raiders welcome raiders, Hello, um, raiders we're not, call it, we were gonna probably go in the next five minutes i'm gonna call it and say we're go- i'm gonna go long i don't know uh yeah. josh you feel free to leave because hit, have a, a, at, in five minutes cool yeah, that's fair um and uh, Ashley would love this raid message. It was for her. She would have, but she is not mm-hmm. here, Fox. No. Uh, Fox, uh, Con- George, if you want to pop on, please. feel yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going into overtime. To do overtime, I'm going to need some water and some coffee, which means, Josh, talk to Chris, and then I'll come back. We'll say goodbye to Josh, and then Chris and I will go into the next hour. Everyone like this plan? Yeah, sounds good. Great.
2: I'll be right back. So, so you, Josh, Are
1: you in, you in the States, Chris?
2: I'm in Canada right now. I'm on Vancouver oh, Island. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Not in nice. Victoria. It's very pretty. Nice. It's uh my dad's nearby and I didn't see him because I was in the UK for the last like 10 years. And yeah. uh and so at the end of COVID, I was like, I'm gonna go be near my dad for a bit because he's old. He's so old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so uh so yes, yeah, so I'm near I'm near him right now, and it's it's pretty cool. Nailed it for Omicron. Nailed yeah. it. The East Coast is a fucking mess. Out here, it's like two thousand cases a day. <laughs> Oh, fox. Sorry to hear that you're unwell. Hope you feel better, buddy. Uh, get some rest, and we'll uh, we'll get you on the stream another time. Thanks for the raid. Um, so you said you have to go in about five minutes.
0: Yeah. So, my, my, I've got to go to a birthday party for a, for an eight year old. Amazing. Hot, hot, hot stuff.
2: <laughs> it's social event of the season, obviously. Yep. It's uh, it goes uh, the eight year old birthday party, the cotillion. Uh, and then and then the Derby, obviously. I tell you what, I'm gonna
0: stand around with all the other dads at the party and talk about if we watch the Beatles documentary or not. that that's what it'll be. That's exactly what'll be great.
2: That yeah. sounds nice though. I still haven't watched it. I keep meaning oh, to. And really instead, of, I watched the Von Dutch documentary the other day. Um which is man. pretty wild. Yeah. There's like a number of felonies. There's oh a, wow. A pretty large number of felonies in that three part documentary. Um yeah, it's wild. I don't want to give too much away, but uh not a single good person involved. Let me put it that way. What a bunch of trash! Uh, so, um, um, so since you got to go, let's get you plugging things. What, oh, what cool. can people find? What are you what do you make? Where can they find it?
0: I do a podcast that comes out every single uh, Wednesday called "Don't You Know Who I Am?" It's available wherever you get your podcasts from. Heaps of people who um, you would know have been on it. People like John has been on it. Uh, James Acaster, uh, Jason Byrne, Ursula Carlson. I'm thinking Ronnie Chang, Hannah Gadsby. Uh, who are the big Australian comics? But yeah, it's it's Amazing. most Australian comics, and it's yeah, it's a quiz all about the uh, four guests' lives.
2: Perfect. Don't you know who I am? Are you on uh, social media? Can people follow you anywhere?
0: Yeah, Mr. Josh Earl is where I'm at on uh, Twitter and Instagram Is
2: that people. Mr. or Mister spelled out?
0: Mister Mr. Yeah.
2: I'm the, I'm Mister Chris Betts. There you uh, go. And
0: Macaroni Prince saying it's a great podcast. Great. Thank you very much.
2: Nice one. There you go. So don't you know who I am? and mr josh earl follow him and what's what's next because you're gonna you're gonna finish the podcast soon what's the next part i'm gonna
0: finish the podcast so i'm gonna do a, another podcast which is a music podcast uh, i'm a big music fan and so this one i don't know if you would have had them in uh canada but we had these compilation albums called 100 hits and basically yeah, yeah. and i would just go through i'm gonna go through those there were 33 of them made two episodes per per disc and uh that's going to be it for the next 66 weeks I I'm you'll,
2: can't, you'll I never can't. believe what podcast i did
1: i can't <laughs> believe we're only getting to this with uh, two minutes left for you to go oh my god well I tell was. them chris tell them
2: canada has one called big shiny tunes and i did a podcast with my friend jordan who's a musician uh called the big shiny podcast where we went through every single task oh my god
1: that's right <laughs> So you absolutely, so listen economy, to it. Josh. It, oh my god, that's so
2: wild. <laughs> well, up
0: the, on disc thirty-three, the last song is Kylie Minogue.
2: Uh, oh, okay. she's
0: a huge star, and so she's now living okay. in Melbourne. So the whole thing of the podcast will be episode sixty-six. Kylie Minogue comes on and sings "Better the Devil You Know," and that that'll be it.
2: That's a much better ending than we had. Ours oh, was god. we were gradually ground to dust by all of the shitty screamo that was on these fucking albums. <laughs> oh my god. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Toronto music executives Josh really thought that the key to the hearts of a young millennial was hip hop remix noises over a
2: lot of. It was was a nightmare. I don't
1: know what. Oh my god, it's. It really started out as a labor
2: of love and became like a Sisyphean task. It was just every day rolling this new metal Boulder back up the mountain. I I can't.
0: Yeah, cannot wait. I think we these ones stop before it gets the new metal scene, which I'm very mm. thankful for. Oh, that's good. I think no, it's,
1: you're so fucking lucky.
0: Mid well, mid '90s, early 2000s, maybe it gets to, but they don't put any of the new metal stuff in. So yeah.
2: oh, so lucky. Um, anyway, thanks really for coming really on, Josh. It was great. you. Yeah, yeah. Come back your time. We'd love to fun. have you.
0: It's fun. Awesome, Josh. Uh, thank you yeah. so much
1: for coming on, boss. Great. See you soon. Take care, See man. Years. Be well. Oh my God! There's nothing better. than... Josh Earl, everybody. Josh Earl, everyone. Staying late. I can't believe I was like realizing like, we haven't gone along in so long, mm. and I was like I added in my, I added in my waters today a little bit, and I am glad mm-hmm. that Fox Comedy did it and uh, pushed us over the edge. Yeah, how, I mean, how are we gonna...
2: I'm all out of things, so. We'll see. I might dry out. That's why I'm chewing gum. I'm creating saliva, so I have liquids. Thank you so much. You don't even following. have any uh, this because I also got one of these, We wanted to get
1: real wild in overtime.
2: Oh, I could do that. Um, I don't have a glass though.
1: Oh, I also I just left and didn't have to bring a glass. I guess I'll
2: coffee Oh That's gross. I can, yeah, I like can drink it out of here. Um, welcome really. to the troggies, by the way. Twisty Adam, thank you so much for coming. Twisty in. Adam, thank you. welcome. Raiders, how you doing? How's George doing? I heard George is sick. What's wrong with George? Is he coughing? Is he yeah, got what the vid? Am? Or is it just good old syphilis? Is he are got you the dick still, Are you still
1: vid free, Chris? Yeah, you've never
2: I had so vid. I mean, to my knowledge, I've never had it. As best as I can tell, I never got it. Um, I would have a scratchy throat sometimes, but I also smoke a lot. So, <sighs> yeah,
1: I remember when you were going to quit smoking. Um, when you moved to Canada, which, by the way, mm. I just knew you weren't going to do. As someone who has smoked for, I smoked for a long time, love smoking. Um, it's too hard to quit. It's too hard to quit. Oh, is it definitely syphilis? Is that your actual mm. thought? It's definitely syphilis.
2: Well, it was also like, um, uh, I was, I was like, oh well, my life will be less stressful, and then it was not. Uh, oh my god, so, absolutely not. And I was living with my dad, so that was a big part of the reason why I was like, I made a conscious decision to keep going because it's like if I quit while I'm sharing an apartment with my dad while I'm looking for an apartment, I'm going to be so mean to my dad. And he's old and doesn't deserve that. So
1: Yeah. And also, he's British, so him just seeing his son smoke, he's like, ah, he's a man now. He's actively <laughs> hurting himself. But to cope,
2: he's coping. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And on that note... Oh, I'm so jealous. Mm. Oh, and I live... It's tough because, like, Normally, what I would do, viewers, is I would smoke a cigarette outside, and I do this from my phone. But um, outside are three uh, homeless shelters, which is fantastic. But there is a lot of screaming, um, which makes it difficult for the street. Have
1: any of the homeless people mistook um, your hostel for a shelter? I feel like that—that's
2: a real hazard. No. no, they know it. They know. They know the spots. They're all very. They're all very up on it. Um, I have been given a few nods by homeless people, as if to be like how's it going brother and i'm like not homeless but cool that's, i mean i uh, got i, I understand I guess that that's, that's that's yeah.
1: it's not a uh, i never thought of it as they think i'm homeless they just know i've been on the streets as long as them in one
2: way or another i got mm-hmm. a lot of those yeah well i mean to be fair which where is it no nope, not that one <laughs> i'm not i'm not dressing great uh what
1: what's wrong what's wrong with your shirt why is it's why so are you, comfortable it's why so, are you doing this This is like you pre your wife. Hi, guys. I've known this man since before he met his wife. Mm -hmm. Bear in mind, I'm a man who is actively smoking weed on a Twitch stream. Like, I'm not a a number one. I'm literally doing this. And the reason why is I'm going to uh, research a bunch of true crime for a podcast after this. And so I was like, I better get stoned for that because I I don't want to read about this. This is uh, like the most scarring criminal act of my life.
2: It bothers me a lot. I don't, want to really no. li- I don't want to relive it, but I need guess to guess in the chat which show. one it is. Don't tell him, yeah. John. Everybody in the chat, I'm guess, guess the them. most upsetting. Guess the most upsetting one. My money's on Carla Homolka. but uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. Um, so you're high, and I, I'm super I high, and, like and
1: yet and I want you to know I'm still way more responsible than you are because my shirt doesn't have an active rip in it. Like this is you're back to pre-Sadaf. Like I think. We, I think we all need to say it. Your wife needs to get on a plane.
2: I mean, maybe you know. Hundred percent.
1: One hundred percent. No, 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 no. Yeah,
2: it's a hundred percent that. I don't think they are, Chris. I got think a hold of my shirt. On. Got a hold of my jeans. Wearing of course both. you do. Of course you are, and I
1: assume you will continue to do that until she and you are reunited, and she purchases you new clothing. Uh Yeah, probably um yeah. that's i, yeah. I i'd i really i'd be willing to say i'll purchase the jeans for when that happens but <laughs> i just know that she'd be like i already i don't want like i don't want to be part of your bit would be her explanation <laughs> for me not being able to buy your jeans i, got, I don't want to be my
2: clothes are fine most, i just wore this one because it was a comfortable day i was having a lazy red dead redemption day this is my like pajama shirt i don't wear this out okay so, so all right I, okay. no sorry I, okay let me ask you this so would you wear that
1: shirt let's go through purchases of course the extension of everyone's home is the convenience store. So yeah. you'd wear that shirt to a convenience store, yes? If I had a jacket on, yeah.
2: But you would not just that shirt. No, probably not. You know, I respect my convenience store brethren.
1: All right, then you're fine. Then I thought you were wearing this convenience. I thought you were. I thought I was going to be able to get to department store, and you'd be like, "Our maybe not." No, no, no. Now I dress. I dress okay.
2: You know, I dress kind of fine. Which yeah, is a you real dress, step up.
1: I think you dress as good as you're gonna dress
2: because you don't care. If I had a lot of money, I would dress really well. It's just that I I can't afford it, and I've never been able to afford it, and so I just became happy with dressing like garbage. Uh, but if I had money, I would absolutely I would dress really well. I like I, I like things that fit, and I like looking good. But I'm totally fine with not.
1: Here's and the thing: is, is they-
2: dictated that that's what won. I don't dress the best, but I have a certain
1: looks I like and I like buying clothes. It sounds very stupid, but I'm luckily very my cheap my tastes are so cheap. I bought Mm a thirty dollar Trixie Mattel drag queen t shirt. Yeah. That I I'm so excited about wall high. I woke. I kept someone awake to explain how excited I was about it. And, and when they were like, did you keep me awake to tell me that? I defended it by going, yeah, I'm that excited about that t-shirt. Like, I'm I'm aware about how irritating I am as a human being, by the way, but that's as, like, <laughs> far as my indulgences go with these sort of things. Is like, I need that 30. Oh, I'm so excited about
2: it. Uh, Mildred Seashells wants me to sew up this shirt so bad. Two back-to-back comments. And Chrissy yeah. Adams saying, yeah, quick YouTube video and sewing kit. we we'll fix that in no time. Absolutely absolutely and I might I've sewed up some shirts before I used to sew patches onto my clothes when I was into Punk um I want to learn to sew I want to learn to sew very badly 100 I would have tailored clothes oh absolutely I would have tailored clothes I would wear suits semi-regularly because I like suits I look fucking dope in them um my beard would be professionally trimmed I would dress nice mostly in a similar way to how Max White dresses nice just very well, but nothing ostentatious. You know, I can see what you're saying. Just I simple say this, good.
1: To truly be a suit guy, I'd need, I'd be need to make nice money because you want to have mm. suits for all weather, and it's also you want like professionally tailored, like whoosh, like fucking oh, board sure. of health, like ooh be real all good. the time. Yeah, like yeah, and it's one of those ones where it's like, and you also need to have enough of them that it's not a big deal that that's just your everyday. Mm. fucking
2: doodad yeah no it's like this is this is money of like like if my if my career got to the point where I would sell out a tour the day it went on sale that's when I start dressing well that's, oh man
1: I still <laughs> don't think that that's true I still because I also know your relationship with money is so you'd like I was going to do that but then I just uh, I upped the takeaways and I bought all the books and records I want and now I'm in debt by 200 grand like I just yeah. feel like that's, that's where also we would get possible. to also yeah, plausible. like they, yeah. like it's just like, you'd be like, hey, what happened to all that money? And you're like, hey, you know, you got to pay taxes. I just like, I mean, staff just had a lot of beef, like we had a lot of beef dippers for it's a so bit. So
2: beef. Oh, yeah. Delicious. It's delicious. See, like
1: what's also good about you is that you are financially irresponsible, but you're aware of it. There's nothing mm-hmm. more frustrating than someone's like, no, I because I'm a fucking dork with it.
2: Yeah, you're real good.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah. I'm not fun in any way. Like. Not with said, money. You're a good no, time. I like hanging out with. You. Oh, very fun. Well, not with money. I'm not fun. Like no. it's so difficult
2: to get me to the, treat. To give, yeah. To give to give the audience an idea. I remember buying John a beer once, and the insistence that you were going to get me one in return. Yeah. The there was nothing fun about that. There was None. real. This is, Even Steven. It just isn't me, about us.
1: <laughs> took me so long to get to a place where I could just be part of a round system. There's people I still feel guilty about. Like I feel guilty not liking them as human beings because they bought me a beverage, and I'm like, ah, I feel like, I feel like we were on the same sort of level, you know what I mean? It's yeah. that same way. Of nothing do I hate more than having to go out with audience members I don't like because one comedian wants to have sex with one of those audience members. Because mm. in that situation, someone's always like, "Let me get you a drink," and I'm just like, "I don't, I don't need this fucking guy thinking he because then that
2: guy's like, yeah. "Well, you're leaving.
1: I bought you a drink. You're like, you know, that doesn't. You didn't pay for my time.
2: Yeah." I didn't ask for it. You didn't buy it for me. You bought it so she wouldn't feel uncomfortable. So, just be less creepy. Uh, yeah. Steve Mooney, have a great sleep, buddy. Be well.
1: Night, buddy. Uh, makes you want to stay. In- oh, Booster, think a good point. A, a good suit uh, makes yeah. you want to stay in shape. Just to- you know, I got to tell you, it's a shame because I have this my suit that I bought that was like a Savile Row, like fucking boss. Mm. perfectly tailored to me gray suit and it's just the problem is it's one of those things where it's like and i i still have it but i just don't feel right wearing it do you know what i mean Mm. it's that weird thing like
2: oh man but it's like just even having it if you have one it feels like a it's an onus it's a it's like having a one moleskin notebook you're like i don't want to i'll just write in these garbage ones until i have my brilliant idea but if you got like six suits you just chris 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 breaking news we gotta go. We gotta
1: cover this story right now, ladies and gentlemen. Sunny, no. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Chris, Google it. I'm gonna get more high and give uh, uh, wild conspiracy theories. <laughs> and right, ladies and gentlemen. This is okay. Great point. Okay. Shall we go? Where on the scale is she? Here. Are we? Is she going QAnon? Is she just Trump? Anti-vax?
2: What are full. we going? I'm Whole hog. full. You Whole say, hog. All full. Full hog. Full house. Yeah. That's she it. She's all the trimmings. She's Uncle Joey. She's Danny. She's Jesse. Oh, g- she's I the full you. house. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone stand up, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely top notch, brother. That, my friend, <laughs> that is how you Twitch stream. Let, let's get some fun tweets up from Sonny. Ladies and gentlemen. I I was and I and here I was concerned we weren't able we weren't going to be able to fill forty nine minutes wrong <laughs> oh I was hmm. all
2: right I got I got the report up here Bleacher Report so you can assume that they did their homework I do like the ble- I like the Bleacher Report because they seem like like uh, Barstool
1: seems like the teenagers and then Bleacher mm. Report seems like the adults.
2: Yeah. I thought I Bleacher Report was a real sort of like a um uh Buzzfeed to me originally, but like Buzzfeed, it seems like they kind of got their shit together.
1: I mean once you read uh what's up? Uh Fluffy Aiden. Um, hey Fluffy what's up? So um but the thing with BuzzFeed is Buzz like I don't know, BuzzFeed did some really sadistic, weird, fucked up shit of like how they created listicles and how they were written and like all the buzzword oh. stuff that they did around it. The- yeah, they ruined Bleacher a lot of stuff. But it, yeah, but Their reporting. news
2: department is fucking incredible. As it turned
1: like, out, it was you know, buzzFeed useless. So
2: it's so weird that that's how that happened. Genuinely blew my mind. Couldn't believe it. Um, so, WWE, former WWE superstar, Sunny, if anyone remembers uh, uh, the Raw or immediately pre Raw era, maybe uh, with the puppies, that was Sunny. You're absolutely um, incorrect,
1: Chris. Uh, she was pre-The Puppies. She was the first, quote-unquote, WWF diva. Uh, was and basically... We were, oh, I thought she was... Pre-puppies. That was Deborah McMichael. Pre-puppies. Yes, no, she was pre-Puppies. If okay. you ever get anything to, wrong to do with wrestling again, consider that your resignation notice from the stream. Luckily... Sonny was but, Kane's daughter? <laughs> I will kick you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dear diary, have sadaf bets. Ah, I have nothing bad you can have Jim Ross around.
2: was Paul Bearers' lover slash I mean, brother-in-law. There are so
1: many of those rumors. All oh, the fanfic around wrestling and so many of the officials being secret gay guys is very much st- like it's just not the that not <laughs> that they've written it, but just the amount that they've written is so staggering. You're like, you guys are really sticking to this theory. <laughs> um so yeah i oh yeah yeah yeah. okay let's go to the tmz sports report though let's go straight to the source
2: what are you doing here oh no i don't i don't like to click on tmz tmz is the one i haven't forgiven they're monsters um tammy tammy sitch noticed sunny during her wwe wrestling career was arrested thursday and charged with two counts of unlawfully possessing a weapon and one count of terroristic threats what do you think is a terroristic threat john
1: Oh, it's something to do with the Capitol for sure. She was oh, this
2: this woman has a Let's Go Brandon shirt for sure. Oh, I found. So I heard oh, we're going to we're going to do this. But uh, I, I heard this thing about uh, apparently there's a website for a bunch of map nerds. That was uh, they they just had all of the tunnels underneath DC mapped out. And oh, they were yes. like, Oh, isn't this cool? And this is interesting. And then um, about a week before the January 6th uh, uh, um, tre- treason uh they um all of a sudden uh all the the traffic spiked yes i following really- it back and it was all the, like ar15bros.com and um, it was
1: all tra- it was traced
2: back to uh the oh. poll board on
1: like don't like i've read so much about all of this yeah the poll board on um for on 8chan yeah and a couple of like reddit areas it was the first thing that
2: reddit started taking stuff down it's when the fbi went on even higher alert but, but still, apparently the guy that runs the website he's just like a, he's just an architecture nerd and he tried to warn the FBI he's like heads up this is happening and yeah, on the, the websites I'm seeing them being like block off this exit block off the like it looked like a war plan and um, and the FBI just didn't get back to him and the first thing he heard was after it happened um, there were uh, he got a call from the House um, investigation to see if the FBI fucked up by not checking his report he didn't even hear from the fbi proper oh heard about the people investigating the fbi poor guy but anyway so terroristic threats um according to court documents obtained by tmz sports satik was arrested in new jersey but the nature of the alleged threats are not currently known boo (laughs) Uh, the weapons is both third degree that's the worst degree right
1: yeah a per oh by the way third degree uh coming in is a person uh is guilty of a crime of the third degree if he weird. uh, Threatens to commit any crime of violence with the purpose to terrorize another or to cause evacuation of a building, place of assembly, or facility of public transportation, or otherwise to cause serious public inconvenience or in reckless disregard of the risk of causing such terror or
2: inconvenience. My goodness. Good gravy Miss Malazy. Jesus, sunny. why'd you get so cloudy? Uh... Um... The weapons charge is about their degree with the threats charge is fourth degree i didn't even know there was a fourth degree uh they carry a maximum combined total prison sentence of 11 years if found guilty on all per- charges i feel like sunny having her wrestling background would actually be kind of fine in prison uh, she was never a wrestler she was always a valet but she's been but, in but being there a while but like being like being in that world i feel like prepares you a lot for prison especially um, yeah being a woman say, in
1: wrestling in the 90s, it must have been buzzer. Right? At least are like, rude. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, so that's it. That's all they have.
1: Aw. I want to know what those threats were. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I'm going QAnon for sure. Also, I really like what Mildred Seashells thing. Remember, remember the January treason, the scaffolding climbing in Trump. I see for no reason why the big steel treason should ever be forgot. I got to tell you, I like that poem coming in from Mildred Seashells. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. We got an F? Oh no! But we're still broadcasting. It's coming back. But we're still here. We're coming back. We're coming back. Don't worry. Oh shit. I hate when it does that. And me too. What uh, I don't like about it. it can't and we're back. More. There we go.
2: <laughs> How do you know we're back? Because I'm on our Twitch channel with the uh, oh, Okay. Hi. Uh, stream, whatever, that. open. Yeah. I've always got that open just in case.
1: I know I have it on my mm. when you weren't here not yesterday but the day before, I then put it back up on my phone. I like having it. I didn't have it up because you're here, but there it is right there. Oh Kimmer's B is not back yet. Kimmer's. Kimmer's we need, refresh. Refresh. No, refresh Come on Um cough more. Cough more bitch. Mm. Um oh my god. What were we talking right before uh that? It was something wild. Before sunny? Oh no, that's right. We were talking about Uh, Sonny. Tammy only out of jail a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, she's already just got out of jail. Yeah, but yeah, her life has been insanely wild.
2: Yeah. Has anyone thrived? Has anyone gotten out of wrestling,
1: got their shit together,
2: other than the Rock? John Cena like a person. John Cena, John Cena. Don't
1: call Steve Austin weirdly. You do have to ignore the fact that he like attacked his third wife deborah mcmichael a bunch of times but that was in wrestling and all of that okay. sort of stuff
2: and when he got out then he was pretty chill yeah like not a good guy but like he fine like a bad guy oh, yeah. that, didn't, he, didn't he have like a a, a rant like a pro trans rant on his podcast yeah he's,
1: yeah he's like weirdly very like a left-wing
2: well it's one of those things when so you surprising know ever i mean about. wonderful that's surprising
1: is like one of the big reasons why the republican party has really taken a foothold in the us in the 20th century is that they got the south over the civil rights movement mm. and it's that weird thing of you forget like there's actually huge swaths of left-wing philosophy is from it's a much more working class area yeah. but it's this weird thing of like they're convinced to go with the republicans because their inherent racist nature of that portion of the country but then of course bleeds into society but Such it's that weird shame. sort of thing of like he's a Texas guy, but of course he'd be like, we gotta accept these people because it's all about acceptance. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. But then also be like, I guarantee he probably voted. At least he's like a 2016 voted for Trump. 2020 was like, ah, I don't things going to hell yeah! Mm. Uh, yeah. Dave Batista thriving, thriving. Dave Batista thriving. Chris Jericho not like keeps going in and out of wrestling. Very much thriving
2: okay that's good i mean last thing that i saw with him was him taking full credit for aew which i don't know was fair or not but it was very funny to watch
1: it is is not fair in even the slightest not even close to the slightest even fair also AEW, i wouldn't say is as successful as they really want it to be or are claiming it to be but that's just in my opinion i don't think it's nearly the creative fucking bonanza everyone believes it to be i want to say this again what an episode we're having without ashley and we have a lot of new people watching and mm-hmm. usually we are joined by another host and it's not nearly yeah. this wrestling
2: focused but it feels like yeah. we're getting a lot out of our system
1: yeah i feel like yeah i feel like we'll yeah. really end this talking about a folk band and then
2: whoo, what a time <laughs> which lake is our
1: favorites to sit by and just smoke
2: oh i haven't sat next to a lake in so long god i miss lakes Yes, I get my driver's license. I'm so, I was thinking today, it's so fucking stupid that I didn't get it as soon as I got here. Why didn't you get
1: it when you as soon as turned 16 like everyone should? I
2: did, I did, but then it, it lapsed when I was traveling in Europe and I've been living away for so long that I never needed it because I was in big cities. So I just let it lapse. And now I have to start all over again like I'm 16 again. Um, Wild. Yeah, it's such a fucking nightmare. And it's so much worse now. It's like fucking two years until I can get my full license. Um, I had to draw. I had to turn right four
1: times, and I had an American license in Britain. They just sent. I sent them my Canadian license, and they sent
2: me a license back. Mm. But you have a license to send. I don't have one. Mine. Mine expired seventeen years ago. It's the most you thing ever.
1: I haven't needed it for seventeen years. It was pretty great i've never needed it i live in a driving town and i don't even drive i hate yeah. driving i don't yeah. it's, i despise it more than anything but i do it gladly like it's one of those things where people always think, like oh does that mean you're not gonna do it no i just i would rather not like
2: some people yeah. love it I well i that. also crashed two cars full wrote them off so that was sort of in my head but um yeah some and a lot of yeah a lot of my friends love driving but now I'm with sadaf and she's like terrified of the idea of driving so basically has to be me if we're going to go anywhere and also it's like i want to be on the woods man i want to be able to go to lakes i'm gonna sit next to lakes yeah it's also it's like you're going to be way more canada focused canada
1: is kind of impossible without a car
2: yeah yeah or like a an eager
1: young opener yeah Yeah. and you're not going to find either one of those things uh
2: i think i i think i can i think i can do the opener i've already got two Oh, that's fun! Is BC yeah. like
1: that? I want that scene in like because Canada doesn't
2: even like has like that like fun
1: all The young guys are like, "Hey, come to our, our our show! It's it's called Scissor Boys." And actually, mm-hmm. that's, I'm being totally unfair. In Toronto, I did like a cool I did like a cool backyard show and a bunch of like young hungry shows. So I'm being an absolute yeah. asshole. Toronto definitely still has that scene. It's just that all my friends have moved away and we're all that's just people that have j- comedy as a job. It's that's yeah. the one thing where it's like ah. It's more fun in the early days, but it's also yeah. way calmer now. I just know how to be a comedian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's a, It's nice to not almost throw up every time my name's about to be announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you maybe know, you should be more of a man. And almost throw up every... Are you saying yeah, I should go right. back to throwing up? Okay. That's right. Be more nervous. Ooh.
1: Embrace the anxiety.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just no, get excited. I'm just fucking amped. I'm still dancing. It's just not to fight off illness. Um, um, we did an extra half hour, and I'm getting all fidgety, and I'm sitting in a folding metal chair. So I think I'm going to call it.
1: I was going to say let's do 10 more minutes to call it official so then it's, we really have used up all of our time and then go for it. What, do you, what would the 10 minutes do? What is that? I think, I think only an extra 30 minutes. That's not, a, that's not enough of a
2: bonus. Extra 40 minutes. That's a bonus. All right, if you say so. See what that I'm saying? Like, also, that is that is loose logic. That is high logic. That is all vibes, and so that's why I'm allowing it. Yeah, it's just a of feeling. You're in of just vibes, a feeling.
1: You know, but I am right that that's the correct feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's like one of those things where it's like if someone's playing good jazz and you feel stirred by that music, you're like, that's the right feeling. Yeah. But if you're like, you know what I feel like doing? I feel like talking about how jazz is bad right now, which is a feeling some people have. And like, oh, you're having the wrong feeling. Yeah.
2: Get out. You should feel stirred.
1: Come jazz on, man. Is wonderful. He's going, wadda ba
2: doo ba boo <laughs> Oh, can anyone, has anyone uh, that's watching, I, I realize a lot of you must have gone to sleep because it's going on one in the morning. Um, did anyone no. watching listen to our Spotify playlist? I'm curious. I listened back to it. I was impressed with us.
1: Oh, it was very, very balanced. I th- I was very impressed with, I went through my like top year. I was like, where would have Chris been like, okay, I'm not surprised. Because mm. I was like, okay. And then about song eight was Poets by the Tragically Hip, of course. Yeah yeah yep. yeah so now we're getting into like familiar there's a couple of no effects songs on there mm-hmm. yeah there there's you definitely, go there was definitely an Avenged sevenfold theme song like Ooh. yeah dusty or no pardon me cody rhodes theme <laughs> song definitely in my top 20 of of 2021 only for mm-hmm. when i was doing jump rope on the roof oh just heard a car accident oh my god i just heard a car accident did everyone did everyone nope, hear couldn't hear it didn't hear it at all you've got background sound off excellent excellent slam. Like wow. I just, Right into a goddamn car door for sure. Oh, Ooh, oh You oh. want to look? You want to narrate? You want to take the camera with you? I'm not going to be able to see it from my angle. I am mean, my building is basically a W, and I'm in the armpit of the W, and I, there's nothing I can kind of do. Ah, Boo Ernst. Boo Ernst. Ah. Indeed, Boo Ernst. I mean, of all the Simpsons quotes, did they think that that was the one that was going to leak into
2: society the most? no but i also don't think they expected everything's coming up millhouse to be number two i mean everything coming Man. up Milhouse has also become <laughs> such a dep-
1: like it's, that is literally just that's the suicide note of the millennial the amount of <laughs> parents i see just in parks so bored and i think like their and their daughter is like watch me swing that's what i i think i'm like oh good she swung again everything's coming up millhouse and it's like ah oh. That poor character really got fucked up by our it's need to have someone so funny. tortured.
2: So funny when they're playing the dating game, and the nerd looks just like Millhouse, and they have ten seconds of Homer just pointing at the two of them and laughing. <laughs> 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 by the way, uh... <laughs> by the way,
1: his like
2: dad's that. album. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs>
1: Can I take a sip from your cup of love? I mean, absolutely. Mildred seashells. It wasn't a car crash. It wasn't a car crash. (laughs) Oh my god, when the Simpsons could nothing touch it. I absolutely Mm -hmm. agree. Like seasons four, five, and six. Basically (coughs) with the episode Lisa Mm -hmm. Doesn't Have Friends and Homer Palooza, those are the that's the beginning of the very end, where the episodes Mm -hmm. moving forward from that are all they're fine to really good, but before that it was like this is a wild sports metaphor. But it was like basically the inverse of the New England Patriots' most recent dynasty, where mm. it was basically like they're like season four to season eight of the Simpsons, yeah. basically bulletproof. They're either winning the Super Bowl or
2: Incredible. they chose not to. Like that's the, it's like the fact that this is the quote that Richard Wright chose is dead on brand. <laughs> dead on brand. Can't beat if you look closely, you can actually pinpoint the exact moment his heart breaks into. Oh my
1: God, that scene is, <laughs> that, that scene is one of the most brutal things.
2: Just um, I think about it once a month though easily and i haven't seen it in years it's a beautiful scene i mean my cat's uh my cat's breath smells like cat food, food. Someone like write that i've been my wookie oh my god <laughs> i i think you know what i think the number three is so i think it goes uh Earns, then it goes everything's coming at millhouse and number three i'm seeing double here four crusties <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was absolutely not that one at all, but that is an amazing pull as a reference. <laughs> but no, there's no way that that's such a deep
2: I've heard that so many no, times. No, you haven't. That I Only a lot in Mars. Only in Mars. Right, comes heard up it. all the time.
1: This is how you, okay, you needed to speak to a stone person to figure this out because I'm not going to solve it. The reason why you've heard it a lot is you've heard yourself say it. That's why you've heard it a lot. No <laughs> one else thinks of that when they think of the Simpsons. That is such, I can't tell you what episode that's from, but that is amazing.
2: It yeah, tastes like burning. <laughs> it's from the Clown College one where at the end uh, when he's got to ride the tiny bike through the loop and he wants yeah. crust, you know what want to scene and be on uh, do this favor for this old Italian stereotype. Ah, oh, <laughs> boss. Ah, oh, come on, I know what I
1: am. <laughs> oh my god. It's the only time people from Harvard have given us anything good.
2: <laughs> Lingo dead? Lingo is dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot how much you love The Simpsons. Yeah, no I wonder you, ju- you don't care about story. You just really want joke, 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 joke.
2: I just want gags, man. I just want very, very funny gags. So then you must
1: love Tim Vine and Jimmy Carr. Like, the, have you watched?
2: The no, because there's no there's no joy to those. Like Tim Vine is Tim Vine Tim is, Tim is Tim very Tim silly to me, but Tim I've Vine I've only ever seen bad him bad. once, and he was trying do oh. stuff and he bombed, so he was in a bad mood. No,
1: no, 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 no. You and I in Edinburgh will go and see Tim Vine in Edinburgh, and it is hmm. the best thing you've ever. Because Tim Vine also does all those shit jokes. And then what he does is also does commentary of the audience. So he's literally done like 18 of the most insanely ridiculous one-liners. And it's like leans forward in perfect acting. I was like, "What's that uh, refunds? I don't know box office." And then like back to like joke, 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 joke. joke. What's that? Um, yeah, full time. And like it's so fucking funny. <laughs> on top of that, on top of that. and like it always has a plot line. Like it'll build to something. Wow. He was in a ch- he was in a chimney when I saw it. It was so fucking good. <laughs>
2: i mean it was it was uh uh, what i remember when i saw um it was original and very british and i was like i'm glad that exists i was emceeing the show and i was like you don't understand in canada we don't make that that's not possible in the comedy scene i grew up in so my god be joyous that it exists but um but i've never seen it really work and jimmy carr always just leaves me jimmy carr is one of those guys where i'm just like it's a very well written joke he is good job
1: Jimmy Carr is the greatest man at show business I've ever met as any like and no one is more show business than James Carr Jimmy Carr it's so funny goddamn! like has an anecdote with everyone remembers everybody mm-hmm. like it is fucking bananas remember I mean
2: Sugar Sammy what do you mean uh, Sugar, Sugar Sammy. Sammy Sugar Sammy similar remembers everybody's name remembers a fact about you has a bunch of fun anecdotes uh he's just like you know canada's charming jimmy Carr. <laughs> i do love i do love that he pitched oh my god he
1: he could have made just for laughs so much money he could have made live nation so much money he could have made aeg so much money he could have made every like every production company he pitched the idea of this this is so only would work in montreal which is, it's a stand-up show in Montreal in a theater hmm. that is um, a English opener, a French opener, um, and they're bilingual, so it's like half, 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 mm-hmm. and then Sugar Sammy goes on and does um, uh, an all crowd work show in both French and English, and they were like, no yeah. one wants, no one wants to see that, and it's sold out. Like the Olympia for like
2: four years or something wow. insane. And imagine like, imagine living in Montreal and being so disconnected that you think no one wants to see that show. It's I
1: so see where they're coming from, which is the French and English communities in Montreal are not connected. It's ever it's they either want it English or they want it French. They do not want it bilingual.
2: Or do is, they clearly or do they, they clearly they? want that? That's the because – Mike Patterson makes a living doing French comedy and refuses to learn French. That's how much French people will go to this show. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea. He's a good businessman, his old sugar I mean, Sammy.
1: It was so wild. I remember him telling that because I think my friend Dan Dingham when I started stand-up was one of those openers that did back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so he had to like front all the money for I this whole kind of experiment, but then it was like I think it's like he did it and then now it's like he is set for like he was basically like he invented broadway in montreal owned the theater and had the hit show and then shut yeah. the entire industry down and has no competition like it's the wow. most insane thing yeah Jesus christ
2: dan or sugar sugar sammy okay no, yeah. i was like wait did dan do that because doesn't dan write video games now yes he like, does but like, like, yeah why would he be I mean, doing would... that
1: if he But yeah, that makes sense. I would love if Dan just became an eccentric billionaire. He's like, oh, yes. (laughs) uh,
2: You know, joysticks, I invented that. And oh, my God. I love Dan because uh, we figured out that um, one night while we were having a conversation, we were both fingering women while having the conversation. What are you talking about right now? In the bullseye bar where they were giving us triple Jamesons for $6. (laughs) In the what, where, in the Why? Take the bullseye bar or something, it's down. Um, it sounds like Catherine towards uh, where the nest is near the forum. Oh, it's about halfway was it, down
1: there. Was it the cock and bull? Like, what yes the cock that one? Yeah, into? it's got
2: it's got bull and it, yeah, it used to be the cock and bull, and now it's something else. Oh um, my
1: god, yeah. And I remember that, and that was expensive because the co- the original yeah. cock and bull was cheaper than six dollar, like triples.
2: It was like, yeah. yeah, it was wow, it was one of the worst ideas. Ended up being a great night, we had a blast. But Did you? We, just, we pieced it together a long time later, being like, actually, it wasn't even him and I that pieced it together. It was me and the girl that he was fingering pieced it together. <laughs> we were like, oh, no way that was happening.
1: That's insane. We had a yeah. finger
2: blast. <laughs> Richard, very nice. <laughs> You're a wild man. An absolute, like, this
1: is insane. Yeah, it was a crazy time. I mean, um, yeah. I don't think I've ever, <laughs> I've never even fingered someone in a bar before. What? Yeah, I said it. Grow up.
2: No, I like where I am. Goddamn life together.
1: No, I think I, I think I'm absolutely <laughs> in the right here. I think you're crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah, no, I stand by what I said. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, Mildred Seashells is
2: laughing <laughs> at you, with me, at you, No at you, you. She's laughing with my logic. Yeah, at uh, your child childish ways. Uh,
1: don't assume Mildred's gender based on that avatar. I think Mildred may be and gentleman a gentleman she's moving there but that's an actor it's that actor
2: yeah <laughs> richard you and i have lived very different lives chris yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sv universe <laughs> that's so silly um fingering hand jobs are great absolutely fingering is one of the best verbs i
1: absolutely agree also i also like using it in a neg- uh, negative yeah, and usually if I want to get finger fucked, uh, someone buys me dinner first. Those are sort of descriptions. Getting over here. Oh, okay. Say- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's kind of, yeah. We'll buy our Christmas decorations at Herods. They don't finger fuck us on the prices. Using it that way, I really enjoy that. I really find the gruff <laughs> language of a Canadian construction worker absolutely all day. Yeah, it's so jarring. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely correct. <laughs> no one's prefa- prepared for it. No one appreciates it but me. There's so many things I do. I also like that we've just lost a viewer as a result of that. Like I just oh, yeah. that we've as, gradually
2: as, been hemorrhaging them. <laughs> for the last 12 minutes. I feel fine with that. Yeah, me I, too. I mean, I think so, it's great that we're we're closing up the show. We were talking about how we went like very much, there's a vibe that wouldn't have been here if Ashley was here. And it ended with uh, us literally just quoting The Simpsons for five minutes. <laughs>
1: oh, it was much longer than talking about
2: fingering. I mean, let's all be honest. We definitely would have talked about fingering. Fingering would have come up. Fingering would have come up. But The Simpsons, there's no way. No way we would have made it that far. Um, I mean,
1: the raid message is, of course, let's talk about fingering.
2: Also, well, it depends on who we're raiding again. I feel like it's very, we're getting, we're we're playing pretty fast and loose. Okay, we can raid Roscoe. Let's talk about fingering. That's fine.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it'd be very fun. I'm used to that yellow shaped rock over there. What?
2: Lego got it, macaroni (laughs) prints. Early Prince, that's a deep, deep cut. That, the, that... Um, oh, when Shelbyville is like, and that's how we banished the lem- the evil lemon tree to Springfield. Oh, the now beat. everyone squeeze your turnip juice. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was beets. So it might be beets. I remembered as turnips because it was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's
1: the crazy thing about that episode is I don't remember seeing it, but I remember hearing it because my grandmother had this weird rule of when I was, like, uh, a kid that I just went to bed at 8 p.m., which was, like, way later because I was, like, a 10- or 11-year-old. Okay. It was just one of those things where it's like, she's just old. Just humor her. But even my grandfather was like, this rule is ridiculous. And he wanted to watch The Simpsons. and felt it was unfair. Mm. So he would just turn it up really loud in silent protest to my grandmother and just sit there. <laughs> And it's Bernard. It's too loud. You're keeping John awake, and uh, Dorothy. Dorothy, I'll turn it down in a moment. It's amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, on one of my regular, yes. Thank you very much. He's absolutely yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, but I mean, unfortunately, the entire Simpsons can be read in one meme after another. I also don't mm. like that meme has become an active verb, like. Do you know what I mean? Like it's even like it's being like it's memed is being used in the way that I was using finger fucking. Like it's like it's now just become a catch all kind of term.
2: I don't mind it. Memeing meme is very silly to me, and I think it's so playful. So often, and I really see some beautiful creative things. There are some like Trojan memes. There's a there's a whole account that only does ancient Roman memes. They're so silly, like. I I really appreciate that it's a simple template that everyone, it's like a knock knock joke. It's just like, here it is. Do what you want within these four walls. Go get it. And I really, I I love it as a jumping off point. And I think there's, I mean, most of it's garbage, obviously, but that's everything. But some of it really, some of it really comes out beautiful. Uh,
1: By the way, anyone would like to jump in on the uh, discord and write us a show summary for this absolutely train wreck. Joey of a show.
2: Yeah. Try to summarize whatever the fuck we just did. yeah almost three hours ashley's gonna be so mad that we overran why not mad at us but just disappointed she wasn't involved in an over in a long-running one
1: i mean i'm Um, not traveling as much so i am way up for actually doing this longer because it's not a thing that it's like i love what i realized is i love doing this stream mm. it is so hard to do it after doing four gigs in a night like i was so like i don't need to talk to anyone okay let me go talk to people and not also, because there was like a bunch of stressful stuff of like about the horrific things that are happening oh mm-hmm. man yeah oh yeah one day you one day we'll all share that story and you can talk about how i one time cried so hard i hurt my eyes
2: yay all right what uh, what simpsons quote do you want to take us out on mm-hmm.
1: um i mean i think there's so many glorious ones but i uh i do like the i am so smart
2: i mean s-m-a-r-t, S-M-A-R-T. <laughs> uh mine uh-huh. mine will be uh, uh can i play the piano anymore of course you can <laughs> well i couldn't before dr zeus dr zeus <laughs> um this play I mean, has everything yeah the trimacler oh are you gay
1: oh i wish i was gay but i have it <laughs> yeah uh,
2: all right we're gonna write I mean,
1: roscoe When they said sleeps with the fishes, they meant literally. Uh, Ladies
2: and gentlemen. Oh, um, excellent meme I saw. I hate every ape I see from NFA to NFT.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also like, by the way, that in the course of this from spring, from spring to winter, NFTs went from what a stupid idea to are we fucking kidding me to like Jesus fucking Christ. It's just sort of like, ladies and gentlemen, the
2: punchline like it's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right we're gonna raid roscoe um i can't remember what the um uh i am so smart smrt that's the that's the that's the raid message thanks for watching everybody uh we're gonna start the raids we love I, you i, we'll I be always back like on when, sunday
1: i always like when chris is done with doing a stream because it, it's i'll ramble even if i'm done chris is oh yeah right i'm ready to leave we're yep. done Goodbye
0: into her vagina.